You're listening to the Anime Boomers Podcast, hosted by Gator and Spooky Weep Trash. Streamed live on GatorTime.live or YouTube.com slash TheGatorGamer. You can find this episode and others on AnimeBoomers.live or Anchor.fm slash AnimeBoomers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Anime Boomers Podcast. We are back. You know, it, actually, it wasn't that long ago that we were doing the last episode with Michael Alberto. We were covering the Crunchyroll Awards, and we will be back to cover the actual event. I think it's at like 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, not this weekend, but I think next weekend or something along those lines. No, may, may, actually, yeah, I think it is next weekend. So uh, look forward to that. You're going to get a lot of Anime Boomers content in a very short amount of time. It's kind of weird. I'll also be making my return to semi-regular streaming. The expansion for Destiny 2 Lightfall will be coming out on Tuesday. I probably won't stream it Tuesday night because I'm sure the servers are going to be an absolute disaster. So I, I wouldn't expect it on, on Tuesday. Maybe maybe like a, like a Friday or something along those lines. But wow, it is it has been a very eventful week, uh, at least for me. Um, I, I don't know if you guys noticed it. So you see in the corner, the left-hand side there, uh, twitter.com slash thegatorgamer. That's right. Woo-hoo! I actually got my Twitter account reinstated. Thank you, based Elon Musk for, for... Thank you, Elon Sama. Holy thank shit. you, Elon Sama, for, for gifting me my account back with my 6,000 plus subscriber. Uh, so thank you. Thank you so much for that. And all of my my DMs with all these other content creators and things, I finally have all of that stuff back. So now I can actually do some real booking like I used to do back before I got banned off of everything. That's right. I got my clout coins back, everybody. I got my clout coins back. And uh, the person talking is, of course, my longtime co-host, Spooky Weep Trash. How you doing, Spooky? I'm your local Hufflepuff here, here to huff and puff on some dick. Am am I right? (laughs) I, I don't know. I, is that all Hufflepuffs do? Because like yeah, you know, Gryffindor, know. Gryffindor just gets into fights. Ravenclaw is really smart. Slytherin is like you know, I guess evil. Yeah, they're the bullies. Here's the thing: like Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, they just kind of they just kind of exist. They're really good at sports. Um, that's what they you know keen on. Uh, but they're kind of just they're kind of just goofy. They're kind of just there. They kind of just they kind of just be kind of. The jokesters like, or whatever. They they remind me of like the like the your the people who just are constantly permanently uh friend zoned. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's the Hufflepuffs. They're not yeah. the main character, they're not they're like a side character. Like it's hey look, Robert Robert Pattinson was a Hufflepuff, okay? And he died. Are you saying Hufflepuffs are NPCs? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. The NPCs are Ravenclaw because they don't say they. Well, in the main books and story, they don't really do much. Um, Hufflepuffs—they just like chill. They're like the cool guys. 
They're the kind of guys that brings extra beer to the party. That's Hufflepuff. So they're so they're the potheads. That that's Hufflepuff. Hey, hell yeah, that would be Hufflepuffs. And I guess and it like makes sense with the clown. name. That would be Hufflepuffs. <laughs> God, I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us as well, you just heard him, uh, Magog of Morscar, the host of SideQuest on the Wicked Guild channel. This is something that uh, Spooky and Michelle. Uh, have they take part in as well? Uh, how are you doing, Magog? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm not doing my character though. I'm yeah, not, he's he's I not he's out of character. Get, yeah, I'm out of out of character. You fucks. I'm done. There we go. <laughs> that's that's all you're getting for me. Um, <laughs> thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. And we also nice have to meet all of you. And we also have Lofty Pixels, who's making his return to the show, uh, fashionably late. A lot late and lofty. How you doing? Late and lofty. That's right. Uh, <laughs> what's going on, guys? Yeah, I've been on. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. But uh, it, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it has been. It has been a hot minute. It has been a hot minute. So I guess uh, we're going to go ahead and start out talking about the Harry Super Potter hot. stuff. <laughs> Super hot. Hot minute. What? I'm sorry. Are getting horny already? I'll we wait. haven't even been on live for 10 minutes. You're already getting fucking horny? Oh, God. I, get, I get so riled up when that live button goes on. I need to fucking Raving get out the spray bottle. Stop it. Gotta love that live stream juices. Really gets the mojo going. Griffin, your door. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. The He's gonna slither in. Slither in, yeah. I'm well, not a I big fan it. of Harry Potter, and one of the biggest gripes I have is from the outset, Harry Potter's, like, richer than everybody, and yet he still lives with his abusive aunt and uncle. Yeah, but he like, doesn't know that he's rich, though. Like, bullshit. Know, the very first movie. 10. No, the very first movie, Hagrid takes him to that vault, and he's got a pile of gold his parents left him. The moment that happened, I'd been like, I'm buying a castle. I don't think he could buy a castle. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Don't give how, a like, shit. I don't know how homeowners' <laughs> license work in the wizarding world, but I'm sure there's some kind of age restriction there. No, he lived with regular people. Okay, when you're that rich, if your parents leave you that kind of inheritance. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can file for like a, a new foster home or something. Like when you got money greases wheels, damn it! If you walk into a judge's chamber and put a big pile of gold coins. He just continued to leave with his his abusive aunt and uncle for like. Well, okay. So to be fair, until like pretty much the third book onward, he pretty much spent every summer with the Weasleys, because he didn't like the Dursleys. Okay, so he he spent with the Weasleys pretty much every summer, like book three I'm, onward. I'm just saying, I would have hired like a hitman. You know, like the. <laughs> I mean, he did the turn Dursleys the. Uh, would have been. <laughs> The Dursleys would have been like in a car accident. Or, or you could just you know? jobber their fucking ass and just you know, R.I.P. <laughs> I want that in the video game. Can we like assassinate? It, there is in the video game. You can kill like you kill a lot of people as a child in the video game. <laughs> yeah, there's like a handgun mod. With the, with the other students in the castle. You can't do anything. There's, I want to levitate people and throw them against walls and shit. There's a hand job mod. No handgun mod. <laughs> Oh, I was totally thinking something else, dude. People have been modding in all kinds <laughs> of stuff, like lightsabers, handguns. Mm -hmm. That's rad. 
Yeah. Well, been... we're only talking about it because what? There was like a big uh, controversy. They didn't want you to play this game. They don't want you to support J.K. Rowling and her transphobic views. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Everybody is. Yeah. yeah Everybody's got gotten so upset about it. Wait, you got canceled? And I, I, I have, no. I have right here. Oh, I didn't sorry. get canceled, but I, I meant to say I got a bunch of uh, weirdos in my comments. Uh, you know what they did? They spoiled the ending for me. Like, I'm talking like 50 times. People just commenting, you know, whatever the fuck that happens in the end of the... I'm not going to spoil it, but they're just, you know, these trolls coming in because they hate that I'm playing it. And uh, that's what they do. They spoil the yeah. ending. But how do they know <laughs> the ending if they didn't, unless they played it? Isn't uh, that probably just watch cool? a YouTube video. I assume it's just rude to spoil an ending for. I, I don't even care if I hate somebody. I'm not going to spoil an ending to the game they want to play. That's horrible. Yeah, but they did that when the books came out. Do you guys remember way back in the day the viral oh, videos? I remember of people driving driving by the the Barnes and Noble with like a line of people waiting to get the next Harry Potter yeah. movie. Attention, Barnes and Noble! Like Snape kills Dumbledore, and then drives off real fast, and it's like <laughs> That's everybody just, just starts screaming though. and crying. <laughs> yeah, that's trolling. This is different. This is like pure malice hatred towards people playing the game. It's like, it's not, it's so evil. These people are t stupid. So these people would be Slytherins, is what you're saying? Yep. Unironically. Jesus, spooky. What? I can only compare things to like, you know, uh -huh. my rural situations to like fantasy stuff, okay? Right. That's how I... That's how I cope with everything. She can only compare things to Harry Potter and Star Wars, just yeah. <laughs> just like foreign countries just, now, apparently. Just just read more than one book, for fuck's sake. That's what I... <laughs> yeah, everybody's either Darth Vader or Obi-Wan. Or Obi <laughs> what, what's what's funny, because ever since J.K. Rowling got on the bad side of the alphabet community, um, a lot of the stuff that she created that... I mean, you go back 10 years, everything was Harry Potter, right? And now even, like, the, the official Quidditch League, yes, they actually play Quidditch. Like, they run yeah. around with stick, sticks between their legs, and there's, like, a guy with a ball hanging off of his waist. He's the same. they're all fat for whatever reason. I don't know why fat yeah, nerds are all like sports. It's, a, it's like a nerd sport that's played on a soccer field when, you know, like, real football isn't going on. And... And, and the official Quidditch League of England has separated itself from J.K. Rowling. And yeah, it's like, she invented it, you dumb shits. Like, you can't just, you can't just come out and be like, this is ours now, right? So, uh, oh. I mean, I, mean mm -hmm. I had this similar conversation about the Matrix when the, 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 they came out and started getting pissed at people for using the term red pill and like um, now they kind of claim that it was a semi you know transparent trans allegory the whole time oh, God. Um, and it's just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I still like the Wachowskis I'm not I'm not gonna be like I disown the Wachowskis uh, I'm not gonna mention their name ever again I don't give a shit <laughs> but I, I disagree with them about the movie and the I mean he didn't change his gender when he like woke up yeah. from the matrix so like that's kind of the biggest like if it was about transgenderism yeah. you think he'd be a woman right like but he wasn't yeah, he, so yeah the matrix is uh open to various interpretations but a lot of people are now sure. are saying that the matrix is a trans allegory exclusively and it's just like no no the people <laughs> even the directors were like when they were asked the question that uh Lily or Larry or I think it's a Lily Wachowski, but he was like, or they were, they were like, uh, 
You just uh, say he? No, I wasn't. Yeah, I well, they they were like <laughs> I wasn't trans at the time of directing it. Um, it was subconscious, <laughs> but I was more like making an you know an allegory of the cave kind of like you know simulation theory movie. Um, at the time, he corrected the people, the woke people, asking him the question. So even the directors disagree with this narrative. Yeah, I, d- but, I don't um, disown the Kowalskis because yeah. they're trans. I disown them because they are shit yeah. writers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but like Harry Potter, like uh, Rowling now is like not like you know she's not allowed to do any appear uh, public appearances. She's effectively been socially canceled. I mean, yeah, she's got buckets of money, but other than that, right? She's she's got more money than God, but yeah, she just can't can't go anywhere. She can't do any reunion shit. Like, that's the definition of canceling, really. I mean, it's not about the money; it's about having a a voice and like your own creation being taken away from you. That is the definition of canceling. Yeah, even even HBO HBO did that big like live like reunion show of, of the all the harry potter cast and crew and she wasn't exactly invited like it's like yeah. she fucking created it but they like all the actors even all the actors people who've made millions of dollars off of her creation are and and created an entire you know career off of it or like no we can't we can't associate with her anymore because she said women have vaginas yeah, not all the actors. There was one that defended her. Um, yeah, but not, her one of the ma- Jason Isaacs. It's Jason Isaacs. I guarantee it's Jason Isaacs. It's no, not it was boy. one of the girls. It was the girl that it was like oh. the crazy girl in the in the movie. Oh, the the Ivana Lynch who played Luna, Luna Lovegood. Yeah, I, I think it's her. I didn't know. Like, I know Jason Isaacs don't give a shit. Like he, I, I've seen What's something Rafe? about him. Rafe yeah, Fiennes. Rafe Rafe Fiennes, I think also defended her a little bit in some well, situations. I, I th- I think of the older actors like Ray Fiennes, Jason Isaacs, um, you know, uh, people like that, or they come from a different generation and they're just, they're not necessarily like, oh, I'm with her, but they'll come out and be like, everybody calm down, you know, differing opinions exist in the world. And then everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking? Go, go back to your cave, boomer, you know? And it's like, eh, okay, whatever. Helena mm-hmm. Bonham Carter was also defending her. She was like, "You don't have to agree on everything. It, it would be it would be boring if we all agreed on everything." That's what Helena Bonham Carter said about. Yeah. Oh, Ronald. really? Yeah. Well, yeah, she's yeah. based. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. she was. I don't know if she's, you know, changed her mind because of the woke mob got after her. I, I don't. That's that, that was in 2022, but, but it's weird that that's a based point of view. Though. I know. But everybody should I, just be that, like, everybody, calm so down. Dumb. We can still get along. It's so <laughs> gay that we have to be like. Oh, it's based because someone's normal, like reasonable. What? Yeah, <laughs> why is that based? Yeah. So you're 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 based because you don't hate people who have different opinions yeah. than you. Like that's so fucking bizarre. We're living in bizarro world now. You know yeah. what a what a stupid time to be alive. Also, how how have you guys seen all the uh, anti-Semitism, like retroactive postmodernist like interpretations of Harry Potter? Why? Because of the goblins in the green the goblins. It's exactly because of the goblins. Yeah. What? You've but you've seen that, right? Yeah, yeah. people have been calling it anti-Semitic all of a sudden. Oh, because like, goblins later. have well, like my pointed is, noses and they, where they were, have lots of money. Work at a bank. Look, yep, they look like the caricatures of the of the of the part. Some of the mm. characters of the Jews, and then they have the money in the. But the in the is, negative propaganda, right? It's the yeah. old, uh, it's the old Shylock, the Shakespearean Shylock, right? Propaganda, right. Shylock, yeah, the big nose, yeah. But like, 
My, my question is, where were these people um, 10 years ago when the book was selling like record breaking numbers? Where were they then? <laughs> Buying the books, probably. The movement where were they like started. when the first book came out? Like in what was it, 1999 when the first one came out? Were the movies yeah. or when the movies were coming out? Where were they? <laughs> Going to see you, them twice. You know, J.K. Rowling, and I, I hate to say this because I'm totally with her and congratulations on her success and blah, 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 all that stuff. I, I don't hate I don't hate the woman, but I will say this: she totally ripped off the worst witch. The Worst, worst Witch. Witch. It, it was a fucking ch children's movie from the 80s with Feruja Balk and Tim Curry was in it. And it was about a young girl who finds out she's a witch and goes off to a witch academy. And then she gets in all kinds of trouble because she's not very good at magic. Well, that's okay. I mean, George Lucas ripped off Akira Kurosawa. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> just pointing it out for people who didn't know and who has never oh, seen yeah, yeah. The Worst Witch. I mean, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, so that, that, yeah. that was a childhood movie of mine. But it's like, I mean, all, all stories have been told, right? I'm not saying oh, yeah. there's no originality to Harry Potter. I'm just pointing out that uh, The Worst Witch with Ferruja Balk is like pretty much like the first book. It's Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Look how young she lot. is too. I, oh my god. <laughs> Gator pulled it up. Look at that. Yeah. Oh wow. Nineteen eighty six. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> yeah, the um the funny part is Tim Curry plays the grand wizard or whatever. He's like Dumbledore, essentially, right? He's gay and, Dumbledore. Oh wait, yeah. hold on. Wait a minute. And he and he it it has some of the worst like green screen CGI music <laughs> number. He's like got this terrible like green outline. You you ever see somebody's like bad green screen on like OBS and there's like artifacting around their head? Yeah, it looks yes. like that. Like you could you could you could search on YouTube for the Tim Curry musical number from Worst Witch, and it's the funniest thing you'll ever see because it looks like a bad '80s music video. And he's anything could happen on Halloween, and he's you know he's singing with that Tim Curry voice, and it's, it's, it cracks me up every time I see. It. <laughs> see now that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna watch this movie now it's straight 80s cheese man it's schlock it's pure fucking schlock <laughs> see i'm learning i'm learning things today movies that came out before i was even born that <laughs> fantastic 80s cheese yeah but she you know easiest decade oh, it was and i love it I loved, yeah. I love it. I love uh, to this day. I'd rather watch any like bad '80s B movie over the shit that's coming out of like Disney Plus and <laughs> Netflix these days, right? Just yeah. give me some old school '80s schlock any day. Um, oh yeah, I still watch a lot of old stuff. Yeah. So, speaking of Harry Potter, so there's a VTuber drama that's been spurring up this past couple. Was it a week or two? It's been about a week or two. Um, so uh, VTubers are kind of like the, the big new sensation now. They've, they've really come on strong over the last like year and a half or so, and they've become more oh, mainstream. Yeah, we have a VTuber in here. I, I have a theory. Can I interrupt just a second? A v, uh, I think VTubers popularity grew because they, the technology started allow, allowing for physics, if you... Get, get uh, me. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Actually, Bounce, bouncing physics really helps see, with the VTubers. <laughs> you can see a very basic prototype version of this kind of like technology, like on like a, what was it, Gorillas album, the Return album, 
Well, I, I don't know why I'm brain farting what? on it. Well, yeah, they did it. The gorillas had millions of dollars. 2017. Live. Yeah, the gorillas performed now? live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is like a shitty music video they did. You remember that Lofty oh. when it was like 2D and Noodle dancing in like the... What yeah, was, was it? that the Now Now? Or what, what, album, what album was that? It was... Uh, I don't know why I can't remember. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's their fucking abysmal 2017 return album. Humans! Uh, oh, yeah. It was a Humans music video, but which one was it? Uh... Where you can see oh, just yeah. how awful it yeah. is. Well, the popularity of VTubers, because the technology became accessible, uh, is it, it's a good thing when technology and you know, it still allows you to be anonymous without, you know, but you can have a little more flair than a profile image, right? Um, but that being oh. said, I want to I want to give a shout out to Gasly over at Gulf City. He's been doing the VTuber thing way before everybody else. That's like, a good point. That yeah, dude he's has been, been doing, doing forever motion capture for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gorilla Sleeping Powder. You oh, can yeah. see just how fucking awful that technology was. But that was from five years ago, six years ago, I think. Actually, dude, now. the Gorillas. Just speaking of, just a quick tangent. They just haven't. They released a new album. It's amazing. Um, this week or last week. Uh-huh. Uh Cracker Island. And Silent. Well, Silent Running is their one of their best music videos ever. <laughs> just go watch it. It's amazing. But yeah, really cool 3D animation. I don't know. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I like I like this uh, new album a lot. Cracker Island, yeah, yeah. It's a lot better than humans, that's for sure. Holy shit! Yep. I want to kill humans so much. <laughs> it's an abysmal album. Um, oh, so but yeah, there that you can see like a very prototype version of this, and then obviously with like new VTuber stuff, they can get any piece of their body to move. It's almost like puppet animation. So it's like any piece of their like. Their body can be puppeted to whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's some strong technology, man. That AI facial recognition and uh, motion capture and all that stuff. It's pretty cool shit. You know, it used to cost Hollywood millions, millions to do that kind of shit. You know, go back to Lord of the Rings, the the motion capture on Gollum alone. That was like brand new technology Andy Serkis' company invented for that movie. Now anybody can do it on their fucking iPhone. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it costs a lot of money for these things. I have a free VTuber rig that I use for my streams, but these things cost like two thousand dollars for like. Yeah, that's like that's for the yeah. rigs. I'm talking about the technology, yeah. right? Oh yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. you can do it from your phone now. But back in the day, yeah. it cost Hollywood millions to do. Now to to pay an artist to give you a good avatar that's rigged and mapped for your you know for the motion capture that that's gonna cost some money. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. That's why I'm, I'm, and not only that, you have to get put on a wait list because there's too many people asking for commissions. And it's just like, well, uh, everybody wants to be a VTuber. Yeah, it's so the I'm new on, hotness. Wait list. Make your yeah. own. I got Photoshop. I, I figured that shit out. Mine's, mine's kind of shitty. I don't know what's spooky. What do you think of mine? It's kind of like lame. It looks pretty basic. It reminds me of the one that PewDiePie made when he was just shit posting that one time. He's like, I'm, yeah. hey guys, I'm going to make a VTuber model. <laughs> I'm going to make a VTuber. Yeah. I like mine because I can put on all kinds of different shirts and hats and stuff, but that's about it. But, you know, um, it's called V-Roid, if anyone's curious. V-Roid is free. It's free now, Is it a boy or a girl? Because it's clearly based off of your little noodle file thing you my, have here. Yeah. It's, it's a like boy. a genderless well, thing. <laughs> I know. 
It's androgynous. Well, Noodle, yeah, Noodle's a girl technically, but um, technically, people... Noodle is a girl. She's very tomboy. But she is very thing. tomboy. Yeah. Yes. No, people when the when the the now now came out, there was, there was a song called Trans, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, Noodle's trans now." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, shut the fuck up." Oh no. The song is called Trans. It's not about trans people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, anyway. there's that does happen though. Like some some music yeah. artists, like I I know they're kind of an underground band, but they're called Steam Powered Giraffe. I know one of their lead singers switched genders, became the other female, had yeah. the surgery. Yeah, all that. They were twins too, so the the bro the two brothers, one of them went female. So somehow if you that watch, band doesn't you, surprise yeah. me that they one of them became no, trans. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> They're based out of California, and they're very um, artistic. You know, it. You guys know what I mean by that, right? Like it's that whole autistic, pretentious, pretentious art crowd type. I love their music, though. I'm not talking shit. You can do whatever you want as I, long as you're not, you know. I just associate else. them. I associate them mostly with like conventions because they mostly perform. Well, they can do their own performance, but I mostly convince them with like the kind of people that would go to. Uh, steampunk convention, anime convention, that kind of. Uh, yeah, they crowd. play to those crowds. Yeah, and they do. They do some pretty interesting live shows, though. I, I guess you know what really made them interesting is their face paint and how they painted themselves up to look like steam-powered robots. And they, the way they perform, they use mime. You know. Yeah. Like dance. So Silverville moves. got bullied by it, and well, what do you guys think of this whole Silverville thing? Because. Would you mm-hmm. do you think do you think <laughs> I don't want to be sexist, <laughs> but do you think that I the only people I've ever seen cry on on screen are like girl streamers? I don't know what it is. Is there a spooky? Tell me I'm well, I mean, I've idiot, seen Wings but... of Redemption cry, so <laughs> okay, okay, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I've, Wings, I've seen true. I've DSP seen he cried. But, I've, but I've like, seen grown ass men on YouTube cry when they got a play. Uh, what was that one guy who cried about the jerking off to AI porn the other week? Yeah, yeah was that, that DSP? Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DSP. <laughs> no, you know what I mean though. Like, what w- w- they're like, I understand they are being bullied technically by any, by a bunch of crazy people. But like, why? I don't know why people have feel like they have to like emotionally break down on on camera because their uh, because their chat is annoying. Like, well, hold on, this. Play first of all, play this video and like just look how silly it is that when she's is this the one where she's crying? Gator specifically? Uh, no, I think this is the one yeah. where she's like 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 fuck them or whatever. Okay, okay. So before we should give context to this in case yeah. someone doesn't know. So one. like Silver Veil, VTuber, we are uh V Sojo, we do not stand. We hate V Sojo in this house, but um she blocked me in my Twitter because I made fun of her. And uh she got made fun of back. Because she wanted to play the the wizard game, Harry Potter, or sorry, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. And what do you know? A bunch of people that are, you know, this, of course, these are English VTuber fans, um, specifically came after her because she's like anti-trans rights. To the point, even her like fellow uh, Shoujo co-host, uh, co-worker, I don't know exactly what you would call it, um, Brute, the one that cheated on her husband. Um, made a, what was it? Like a late donation to tr- mermaids, like the trans kids organization, out of spite towards Vale because she wanted to play the Hogwarts legacy game. Yeah, it's not so fun when your side turns on you, is it? <laughs> no, no. 
This it's not so only... fun when they come for you. But the, the thing is, is this only happens. This only would happen with English speaking VTubers like this, like Cerebell. This does not happen to like the JP side, like at well, all. That's, that's because England is like hardcore right now about the like. No, 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 English. <laughs> I meant like Western VTubers, no, like Japan, not English. She's, she's trying to say Japan doesn't give a oh. fuck about like woke woke shit. <laughs> they make one of it. They say. Yeah, you know they say that Japan gives no fucks. And, yeah. That's what uh, really blew up VTubing. Actually, was um, yes. uh, Sakura Miko playing GTA Five, <laughs> and she got to the scene <laughs> with Lamar and Franklin, and and she said it. <laughs> she just it was a soft day, but she said it. Um, she's hilarious. Look, JP, all the JP uh, VTubers have the N word pass, okay? Because they say it yeah. so adorably. You can't right, take it seriously. But, um, you can't be mad at but, that. I don't even know what they do. Nope. But if you play this video uh, of her crying, you'll 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 look, you'll see Lofty why it's so ridiculous. You can't even take it seriously. So uh, go ahead <laughs> and play it, Gator. And harassment and doxing and people doxing my friends and like so much. <gasps> Horrible, vile <laughs> things, all from streaming a fucking video game. Now pause, pause. I can't it's believe it's... this pair of tits smiling at me is crying at me at the same time. <laughs> it's it's really it's a, throwing me it's off here. Ironic. I I guess are people saying that she's playing or she's joking or she's doing this ironically? Is that what you're saying? Or it's just no. funny to look at because of the character. No, because the avatar, the avatar is like smiling and yeah. there's giant boobs bouncing and she's crying. I know, I know. that's crying. hilarious. It's it's so weird. It's like the <laughs> uncanny. But like, why? So is she actually like crying here? Do you think? It's I don't know. I I think all these people are sociopaths, so it's hard for me to take yeah, them, any of them seriously. So. Maybe if we play more but, of the clip, we'll we'll get like the the heel turn where she's just like, it was a joke. I, I'm, I'm actually right. not sad at all. Let's yeah. see. <clears throat> well, it depends on it. It depends on if her claim is true or not. Like, even if she's faking it, if she was doxxed for playing a video game, right? That's fucking stupid. Like, why would? Why is this happening? Why do we live in a world where you can be doxxed and swatted for playing a fucking video game? It's absolutely crazy. Um, it's just a stupid video game. Like, it doesn't matter. J.K. Rowling is not getting like a shitload of money from this one particular game she's already got a fortune yeah. you're not going to like yeah. stick it to her by going after anybody that's playing this game you're not going to actually accomplish yeah, but anything shift the yeah but gator they shift the goalposts so they start talking about the money they're like oh don't give money to jk rowling and i go well uh well she already has a billion dollars what are you gonna what's this game gonna do nothing and then they go <laughs> what's sixty dollars oh, compared to a billion <laughs> yeah but then they go oh but this is reinforcing her message then so they shift the goalposts from the money to the message and then they go to the Jew jewish thing and then like they keep shifting every time you call them stupid and like make them look dumb they shift the goalpost to like some other dumb thing mm -hmm. but well, yeah, they'll never actually, be satisfied if you want right to out of the Bausch, did you right watch out of the, the Bausch? Mm -hmm. oh sorry it's, it's right out of the orwellian playbook well right the, the thing is the truth is where jk rowley makes her, her reoccurring money is somewhat through book sales mostly through the orlando universal, or, or, or yeah universal and like the um hogwarts area and Pottermore. 
So she makes a percentage from Universal and Pardomore. So I don't think she even makes money from this game at all. To be fair, I don't think well, they and, even and, for like war or anything or writing. Yeah, <clears throat> she didn't have anything to do with this game. Did Did you see the um the Valsh debate where he's debating somebody uh, an act trans activist about this and he destroyed her. And she, and she's cried on his stream and and then she left and then his chat was like you were mean to her and he was like I don't care <laughs> why don't she doesn't deserve my respect just because she's uh a part of the LGBT like you know he he kind of was I don't know that's kind of a based interview you should watch it because he 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 said he was like look this is the dumbest boycott in maybe the history of the LGBT movement because not only did it backfire tremendously and make the game twice as popular it made the left as a whole look crazy because they were like capitulating to the the like these these whiny like weirdos and Val well, not, like, yeah I mean, yeah anyway i i I, said. I i get what you're saying but then like yeah a week later velma happened oh yeah and well, that no, made that the before. left like let like yeah the yeah. hogwarts thing happened before velma <laughs> like because oh, okay. velma happened and all of a sudden it was like the, Velma was so bad, the left have been saying it's a right-wing psyop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did yeah. see that. That was amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. even even people, like, even the woke people can't can't defend how bad Velma is. So it's like, if if they had just ignored this video game's existence, a week later, they would have moved on to something else. Like, they, that's the problem with these, like, little, like, hyperbolic yeah. movements okay right but the the thing is how many show fans gentlemen how many of you guys have actually played the hogwarts game how many i'm raising my ravenclaw right now I don't. okay i have it but i haven't had a chance to play it yet because i've been so busy okay so as far as like the lgbt thing or like the diversity thing there is a trans person at the very start of the game they're um uh what was it a innkeeper uh there's uh, there's a well, black girl named Natty. The whole game, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, well not Africa, me, or... but certain individuals I know have been calling her Nappy instead of Natty. God, yeah. that's a terrible and... name for a black character. <laughs> Why would you name a black character uh -huh. Natty? Uh, I actually and, think uh, she's one of the better characters. The other ones are really annoying. Oh my god, dude, Sebastian Salo is the most base one. Okay, he's the most useful. Yeah. He teaches yeah. you curses. Each all he wants to do is save his sister. Um, what was yeah. it? Uh, oh, the diverse. Oh, there's a lesbian architect kind of person. I don't know what her official name was. They have, they, but... they have a, a married couple. A married couple. You have to. <clears throat> her wife is somewhere in there. You have to go. I don't. Like they're separated for some reason. Are we talking yeah, about it's, the same person? It's yeah. one of the, the gay things like about the. Owner. Yeah, the gay things about the actual uh, game. Are all things if you had to, you know, sell it to where being gay is not is illegal or maybe we will get you in trouble, you could easily uh change the dialogue or change the voices it's just a little bit to where it wouldn't fucking matter. But it's still this game still panders pretty hard to like that kind of woke I mean, crowd. Yeah, I mean it I don't know if that's pandering that. It's, it's, no, like I, all games, like you can go all the way yeah. back to like you could go all the way back to Skyrim. You can marry whoever you want. Like you yeah. can be male. No, it, female. It's, but the thing is, it's like, but the thing is, is like it's written in, in like the characters and they're trans and they're gay or whatever. Where it doesn't fucking matter. Like right. it truly right. doesn't matter. Like the change of the character, they only did it just so they can like check it off. 
the diversity yeah. that hired it's again. It's tokenism as opposed to true yeah. representation. Right. No, I disagree. Because I think true representation is straight up just normalizing it, where you don't like pretend it's like some kind of like you're super super duper special. You have to advertise how gay the game is. And but I the think thing this is, game is like why do that. Okay. It just the character think... just happens to be gay. It's like straight up like just a normal character. I think that's. But the it doesn't feel important though. Like it doesn't feel like well, why even make important. them gay? Like why even bring up their sexuality though? Like why why even do uh, it if it's if it means so little? Like why even point it out? <clears throat> like uh, that's my thing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, well, yeah, yeah yes, and it depends on how you do it. Like, look at uh, look at Dragon Age Inquisition. Dorian was gay, right? And he had but a little side. Like... He had a little side mission where you had to like talk to. He had to like talk to his father, and his father hated on him because yeah, he was it's gay. written in the, the game. It's, it's part of the game. It's like written into that character, and, and you have to help him kind of get over his falling out with his father if you do that side mission if you don't do that side mission he's just a cool character to like run around with right like yeah i see what you're saying yeah i just just don't think this game goes nearly like far too far to be like considered woke but like i see what you're saying spooky some of the dialogue maybe a little bit it just it matters so the thing is is like what i consider pandering versus like good writing or like incorporated writing is like yeah is it Writing enough to where if I tried selling this game to, let's say, China, I could just write this character or just edit out their dialogue so that doesn't fucking matter. And that's what it feels like in this game. Like, the lesbian character, she doesn't have to bring up the fact that she's lesbian. She could just easily change it to a man. The trans character, they could easily have it to, like, an actual biological woman voicing it. So, like, that's... Yeah, but you're also... Spooky, you're also not going to put, like sex scenes in a harry potter game is for fucking kids no 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 yeah, that's right? that, that's not what i'm saying at all i'm not saying put sex scenes i'm saying like the dialogue itself so like the character who's trans right does not bring up the fact that she's trans it's just you could tell it has a deep voice right and then the fact is if i if you wanted to give this sell this game to russia or china all they would have to do is change the voice actress into like an actual woman and not change the dialogue, the written dialogue. Or with a lesbian character, all you would have to do is edit out the fact that she mentioned the stuff that she was gay or married to a woman. Because it means that yeah. little in the actual plot and the character yeah, itself. Yeah, sure. So it feels a little shoehorned in, but they're, you know, they're going to But in that. that case, I would say it's only woke then if they actually do that. If they if they tell China to fuck off, then I would say, well, good for them. It's they're not, not going to do that, though. <laughs> that's the thing. But that's what I mean. Like, if then it would be pandering if that's what they do. If, if they straight up uh, delete a character's dialogue or something, that would that would be pandering. I agree. Um, yeah, if you have Disney to, if you have to change. Yeah, if you have to change your original creation to fit different markets yeah. because you're too cowardly to stand by your own principles then you don't have any principles yeah like but like, that's yeah, what it take feels like yeah it, it doesn't feel like their sexuality doesn't feel important enough to bring it up but also like yeah. it doesn't feel like if you were if they're gonna inevitably sell this to russia and china at one point because i assume there's like chinese wizard stuff and like i am i'd imagine because a huge market that they're just gonna dub over the part that it, she doesn't mention she's trans. They're just going to give her a biological woman, and they're just going to ignore the fact that it's a lesbian character because it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, like there's it, no, it, there's no kissing. A, there's no relationships. Not that it matters in a Harry Potter game, but like still, like it matters so little in these characters' history and their dialogue that it's like it's not. When they're trying to sell the game to other countries, they're probably going to edit it out. Which it, like is the same thing that happens with Disney, right? 
like yeah. it's like it's that it's like they're adding these things like you guys know the um outward was it outbound what was that fucking movie called with like the two brothers yeah living oh, yeah. in the fantasy world uh, outward um, yeah 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 like that. onward yeah. that's what it was called onward. onward yeah so like there was a character that was a lesbian and that mentioned they were like celebrating it's like oh this lesbian character and she just mentions her wife yeah mm-hmm. all she does mention her wife it's and then yeah it means so little that it's like if when they inevitably redub it in chinese or russian they're just going to make the character not mention the fact that she has a wife well, the same thing happened in Star Wars. They're, that they're, everybody was all here in the West. Everybody's like the first gay kiss in a Star Wars film, and it's like two characters in the background that they can easily cut out for Chinese audiences. Yeah, it, it's not even like two I main actually, characters, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, th- I mean, this kind of ties into the Last of Us episode three a little bit, but um, I kind of give credit to uh, Druckmann and the producers for not telling anyone that it's oh look how we're gonna have a really really gay episode next week uh, tune into how to our super lgbtq plus episode they kind of just like didn't tell anybody and then just like the characters kind of existed and they happened to be gay i don't know i thought that was much handled better than it could have been <laughs> i definitely you know I mean? think that you could i mean there's the things like not all like yeah. writing gay characters in like a story means that it's woke like of course not like I mean, think how much anime shit has like homosexual stuff in it. Like, but, yeah. um, but it, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's like, is, is it written enough to where it feels like this character matters? Like, why, like, bring up their sexuality? It's like if someone was straight, bring up the fact that they like brunettes and they think brunettes are like the hottest thing and it right. never gets brought up again. Like, why did you bring this up in the story? It doesn't fucking matter. Or is it enough to where, if they're selling it to like countries where being gay is illegal, they're going to change the dialogue because it matters that I, little. I just saw Knock at the Cabin. That's a good example of a movie where it's just in, it's integral to the to the characters for and and part of the story, and it it's like kind of essential for them to be a gay couple. And they they don't. It's not that they forced it into the story. It's just that's what the story is about. Like, um, that I thought that was a good example of of inserting like um you know sexual uh like uh a gay couple into a into a hollywood movie uh without pandering that's just how i i love that movie wait a, wait a minute hold on i want to address something in the chat mm-hmm. uh frederick happens good frederick oh, 1483 says i'm more offended by the african magic school where they don't even need wands is that true? yeah yes yeah, like, what the yeah. fuck I thought the There's wand a... was the whole that like, was the whole the thing, whole, no. like unifying thing. Like even the Americans use fucking wands in the in the what they, is it the Fantastic the Beasts and stuff. The nappy headed like, girl. He's from Nigeria, I think. Right, Lofty. And they don't or... need wands. Yeah. Like what? What? Why? Well, Why do they not need black girl wands? magic? Yeah, it's black. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't That's know. That's not I fair. Wand... I is that is that in the lore? Like, do we know? Because I'm not. No, she says it. Like, no, I mean, more... is that in? Did Rawlings in JK's like, say Rawlings, that? In I don't books? even think she. I don't even oh. think she wrote that. Her her know. book specifically took place in England, and it was very English culture. Yeah. Once the rights got converted to WB or Warner Brothers, they've been expanding on it so that they can incorporate multiple cultures and pander to multiple audiences. Right. I think so. it, like, there are examples of magic that can be done without wands. But if she's just like casting, like you know, 
Like, like, like any sort of spell without a wand, that might be a little bit excessive. But they give her a wand because she's for okay, So her mother, Nappy's mother, is um, the uh, the people I, I'm forgetting the term for it, but it's, she's the one that can predict the future. That's her mother. That's her profession. And so she's there at the school. So Hogwarts makes her use a wand because she's forced to go to Hogwarts because her mother works there now. So she's using a wand in the actual, like, game. But she's like, oh, yeah, no, I could totally just not use a wand, whatever. <laughs> yeah, someone in the chat said cantrips, yeah, level zero magic. You don't that's, need a wand. That's, I mean, there are, like, I, I, I'm only basing it off the movies because I've seen the movies, but, like, there are certain magics that you can use without a wand, right? There's magical items, there's cursed artifacts, there's divination you know, magic crystal balls and stuff. Not everything in Harry Potter is the wand, but to cast a spell, like especially defensive and offensive spells, you need a wand. I thought that was just part of the nope. lore. Yeah. But Nappy, it's not, it's, it's not <laughs> like she don't have to like, yeah, lives in Nigeria, the Nigerian school, whatever. I forget what it was called. Um, there's also a Chinese school. Um, I believe there's one what? in America too. I yeah, want to know why there's, there's no love America. for staffs. Like God, it's Harry Potter. Like why? Why only well, hey, one character look, in the whole of Harry Potter had look, fucking staff? <laughs> yeah, Gandalf didn't need his staff to perform magic either, but it it channeled his abilities to like an extreme degree to the point where he he didn't really do anything without it. Yeah, well, it's it's, yeah. it's it's supposed to be. I think in the Tolkien universe, a staff is supposed to be like a focuser. Yes. Right? So yes. so that you can control the flow of magic so it doesn't go everywhere, right? Yep. But you can still cast without it. Like, Gandalf does plenty of magic without a staff. But mm -hmm. in the Harry Potter universe, I only ever saw one character that didn't have a wand, and that was that crazy-eyed guy, the mad-eyed mad -eye Moody. He has more of a staff that he, like, slams on the ground and it casts spells. He has, like, a big walking stick, basically. <laughs> Because he's got a limp, you know, so his staff kind of doubles as like a cane, I guess. Like a super wand. But other than that, yeah, but other than that, everybody had a fucking wand. Like literally everyone. Uh, do you want to do you want to read super chats now, Gator? Since we've been on live for almost an hour. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we actually got one right before the show started uh, from RP for ten dollars. Says I haven't watched a whole lot of anime. The only two series I watched the whole way through were Soul Eater and and GTO. Any suggestions for something a newbie might like that's not too long? Um, I saw the suggestion in chat, and I agree with it. Um, Eminence and Shadow is is a very recent one that just wrapped up its first season. Uh, Eminence and Shadow is great. I call it Autism and Shadow. Think of it this way. It, it's, a, it's an isekai where the guy is basically super autist Batman, and his whole purpose is just he wants to, he wants to be so strong and so tough that he can survive an atomic bomb. Um... He said, like, one of the animes he watched was great, Teacher Onizuka, right? Yeah, GTO. Um, mm -hmm. it, you might like the other meme anime. What was that one that's, like, full of the degenerates at school, and there's Freddy and, uh... Freddy oh! Prince, not Freddy Prince Jr. Fuck, You're thinking name? of, uh... Freddy uh, Mercury's uh, Freddy Mercury, yes. Yeah. I, ha I have a recommendation for our friend in the chat, since he donated money. It'll be hard to find. It's a little hard to find. But it's got like magic and all that stuff. It's called Bible Black, and it's really good. <laughs> and it's a real. Wait. Shut up. Shut up. So just Google that one. You'll have a good time. 
the one you're thinking of well, is uh, Cromarty, Cromarty High School. Yeah, Cromarty High School. You'd probably really like Cromarty High School if you liked Great Teacher Onizoka. What was his question? He's looking for an anime that's short. Is that what he wanted to know? The short and similar. Watch. Yeah, easy to watch. Some and his his examples were Soul Eater and Great Teacher Onizuka. Oh, oh, like like short, easy to watch. Uh, I would say uh, Ranking of Kings, probably at least like the first season, twelve episodes. Not even, you know what I mean. Uh, and it's essential, I think, in my opinion. And then, yeah, like, Azumanga like Samurai... <laughs> Well, Samurai Champloo, like twenty-six episodes. Samurai Champloo is about to say, yeah, yeah. That if you like Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo should you should watch it. Yeah, um, Outlaw Star is another short one. That's kind of fun. Anime is is like diverse. Like when I first, okay, I have like a weird history with anime because like I watched it when I was a teenager, which of course was the nineties, right? So anime was definitely like nerd culture. Like you can't tell your friends about this; they'll make fun of you, right? It hadn't become mainstream like it is now, right? And I liked anime because I watched some really cool movies like Akira or Street Fighter Two, right? But then I kind of fell out of anime for many, many years because I went in the military and, you know, and all that stuff. And I just kind of forgot about anime and that it even existed. And then I come back and I started a YouTube channel, became Magog, and people were really into anime. And I was like, wait a minute, anime? Yeah. You know, like when I was a kid, that shit would get your ass kicked. Right? Like, like outside of, like, Pokemon and Dragon Ball, if you liked anime, like, you were, like, super nerd, right? The jocks would shove you into a locker, right? Well, not me, because oh, I'm man. bigger than all of them. I was about to say, you couldn't but... fit in the locker. I couldn't fit in the locker <laughs> no, either, so good no. luck. Even even as a teenager, I didn't get bullied a lot, because I'm six foot three and, you know, <laughs> 240 pounds, you know? So, um, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it was super underground, right? anime in the 90s but then like i got back i got back from the military and it was like everybody was into anime online and everybody well, was talking about it i think it what stuff. happened i think what happened was like dragon ball started getting into uh you know a localized localization or whatever tra translated into english and then that was a big one but then the early 2000s you had like toonami which i think i think toonami sure, and adult swim helped. probably yeah, yeah basically like quadrupled the population of people who watch anime but it was also, it's also just like a growing thing. Like people just started really appreciating the art form and the, the stories and stuff, right? Like it kind of grew naturally. Um, but then I started checking out anime when I got back and it was way different than the 90s. That 90s stuff would give you like a seizure, right? <laughs> like all the blinking lights and the crazy ass animation. The old you Pokemon know? Porygon episode that sent people to the right? hospital. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> But, but then but then you you watch this newer stuff and the animation's so much smoother and there's like you know there's a lot more um kind of added cgi effects mixed with traditional animation to make it a little bit more interesting to watch and stuff so i mean i kind of got an eclectic blend of anime once i started getting back into it and uh i can tell you you know it's it's kind of strange going from watching things like gogo 13 right that was one of mine Vampire Hunter D from the 90s. Oh, right? Vampire Hunter D is great. Yeah. To these like newer animes, you know? And you I kind know, of skipped like that... three generations of Japanese animation. I know. So the designs of are just totally different. 
way different. <laughs> but I still like some of that older stuff. Like I loved um, uh, Louis the Rune Soldier. It's more of a comedy. It's written by a guy who loved D and D. Right, so it's like oh, a high. Another fantasy. one like that too is yeah. uh, Record of Lotus War, one of my favorites. Oh, Lotus War is good. Yeah, Lotus War is good. Um, yep. The same guy who did Louis the Rune Soldier did Slayers. I love Slayers. Slayers. Real popular. Yeah. Lena Inverse so, Gallery. Yeah. If you like Slayers, you like a Rune Soldier. I'm gonna Rune have to write that down. Yeah, Rune Soldier is only like twenty, like twenty three episodes long though. It didn't do as good as Slayers. Slayers got like multiple seasons right like different shows yeah remakes the slayer stuff, but, slayers try yeah but like louis the root soldier is more like you could tell that guy just has like a love of D. Like, oh man someone else brought up another good one in high chat. fantasy magic knight ray earth that was a classic ray too. earth yeah yeah ray earth's a old clamp gogo gogo amazing penis thank you soul Yes, because <laughs> Gogol 13, I don't know if you guys know what that one is, but it's basically he's an assassin for hire and he's the world's greatest assassin. So he's basically like James Bond. He just goes around murdering people for money and sleeping with women. Base. That's, that's what he does. Base. And it's got like 50 episodes. It's like a long running with multiple movies, too. I just so read, I went way back in the chat and somebody was like, why does Lofty say gay so gaily? <laughs> that <was> funny. <laughs> That's the funniest comment ever. It's so gay, guys. Like, seriously, it's such a gay thing to say. We do Jesus that too Christ. well. You stop, stop that it. right now, sir. Stop I've it. seen Jesus your fucking it. fanboy cosplay. Stop you can't... it. Stop it, spooky. Oh, my God. I'm just going to smack you if you don't stop it. Jesus Christ. Jeez. What are we doing? Is this like anymore? a South Park bit now? No, you can, I, I created a character. I know this is a bit off topic, but I created a character. I'm trying to find somebody to play him for the Magog show. His name is Best Knight Ever, and he's a knight who's very flamboyant. <laughs> and I love him. I oh love God, his look character. At my shoulder. Look at my look at my cape, guys. It's just, it's so, it's but he's actually shirt. like what. What's great, though, is the character's actually good at being a knight. Like, he fucking murders people. Like, he's not some flimsy, limp-wristed swordsman. Like, he's like, I'm going to go into oh, battle. Okay. So he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm going to show these boys a thing or two. And he murders everybody. And he's, like, covered in blood. And he's like, look at all this hot, sticky mess all over my armor. Yeah, he's like, Arnold, he's like, he's like, I'm <laughs> coming. I am coming at home. I am coming out in the field of battle. I'm coming everywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, fucking pumping iron interview pumping iron yeah i'm coming in the gym i'm coming at all i feel like I'm coming all the time. time but yeah. speaking of speaking of nights and stuff in anime so we, we wanted this supposed to be the isekai episode because i so i if you guys have been reoccurring watchers of the series you know i fucking hate isekais 90 percent, like 99 percent of them i can't fucking stand but Gator it's loves them. Magog love loves isekai. them. I love isekai. And I think yeah. Lofty also likes isekais, too. Now, wait a minute. I don't want to say love. I have a love-hate relationship with isekai. Because on one hand, some of them have brought me great joy. And on the other hand, some of them are really tropey, boring, fucking useless goddamn characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's, 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 it's over. It's a, it's a cliche. Yeah. 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 The, it's, like, it's like Battle Royale or... um. But, like you know what I mean? Like battle, everything's a battle royale now, or everything is 
uh, whatever the fuck League is. It's like, to be fair, of those oh, games. I thought you meant Battle Royale anime. I'm sorry. I thought I was like, that's more of an early 2000s game. thing. Multiplayer online battle arena, I think is what MOBA stands for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna... like, like once something gets big, like an isekai then, or, or Battle Royale or uh, or found footage movies, like then everybody starts doing them. It's like, okay. But that doesn't mean the genre sucks because like it gets overdone. Like, God, uh, God, God damn it. Frederick and Saul are like my new best friends. They're in the chat talking about Golden Boy. I fucking loved Golden Boy. God, we love Golden Boy. <laughs> yes, the we dude, do. Like Golden Boy, like the dub is like still phenomenal. Like it's so good. The dude who does the voice in the dub for gold. It's only like six episodes and they couldn't make any more because the manga basically turns into hentai. Right. But those those six episodes are fucking amazing. I love it. <laughs> I love Golden Boy so much. When she when she spits at him and he catches it on his tongue, he just goes ah, get <laughs> crack up every time. Well, what's the best? What really sold me a Golden Boy was him swimming. And oh, the yeah, the... swimming. He's like, oh, <laughs> then he gets to the end. He's like, so how do you like my swimming? <laughs> you guys are unlocking uh, core memories shit. here. <laughs> I don't know what I don't even know it's, what that is. Dude, watch Golden Boy. You'd fucking love it, Luffy. It literally looks like the kind of anime I think dude really like because it's again, it's it's only six episodes, or if you guys haven't seen it in a long time, it's worth a rewatch. But watch the anime. It's one of the few animes I'm gonna recommend. Watch the actual English dub. Because yeah, the people I, who did the English dub had fun with it. And you can't really say that with a whole lot of animes nowadays, but they had fun with it. I I I always watch dubs, but that's mostly because I'm also not always watching the screen. I'm always, like, working on something else or, you know, fucking around on my phone or drawing or whatever, you know, writing script ideas, you know. So I have, I can't, I can't just stare at my screen the whole time or I'll miss something, you know. I, I like to hear oh. the the English, you know, because I can understand it even if I'm kind of background watching, you know. But that's just yeah, me. It's depends. just a personal choice. I don't yeah, want to be made I was fun of. To a friend of mine who's dyslexic and he can't watch uh, sub subs because he can't read that right. fast. And yeah, so yeah, it's, it's hard for him to. Yeah, yeah. And the I dubs like have watch... gotten better. They have. Yeah. Like almost yeah. consistently across the board. You go back to it 90s depends. Dubs. <laughs> you go back to nineties dubs and you're like, oh Jesus, sweet God. <laughs> It really depends. Like, so we we've had many debates about this. So many talks about it. Like, Funimation used to be like pinnacle of like this is English stuff. Like, when Funimation owned the rights of One Piece, people lost their goddamn mind. That was so long ago. That had to be like two thousand eight, nine, when they finally got the dubs to it. But the anime community flipped their shit because it was like they're the most true to form, and they had like the most curated, talented group of people to make English dubs, but it's obviously... Now they're not in business anymore, but it was, like, the latter years. Well, I mean, they literally had, like, been... all of the A-list voice actors that did, like, all of the voices that you remember from, like, every series all together in one roof. And, you know, at the time, it was like, oh, my God, you know, they basically put together this, like, A-lister anime voice actor company together. And everybody thought like, oh, wow, this is we're going to get really good dubs and everything's going to be fantastic. You know, they at the time, they were very faithful to the original content, except for ghost stories, which, you know, was an exception <laughs> to the rule. It's better. They were. But it's, it's just like I, it really blew like again, it's like you had to be there, chat. It's like 
they blew their minds like anime community when they got the rights to first uh dbz and they also they dubbed full metal and of course full metal is still like like amazing to watch nowadays in english dub it's like because of vic's performance in it and everyone's performance so like when they got the rights of all this anime they were peak but now it's just like i don't know i i can't it really depends i i can't really stand like there's a there's what was it oh i watched terraformers and like it was like a 2011 cheesy anime. Oh, yeah. uh, I watched that recently in the English dub. That's because it was such like a stupid fucking anime. And the English dub that literally made no difference. So it really just depends for me. I, I I wouldn't have been able to discover most of the animes I watch now if it wasn't for finding this super secret website where you can watch every anime dub sub or American Nine anime ever made, ever made. No, not nine. Nine's full of fucking ads and malware. <laughs> Let me ask you guys, what do you think about um what do you think about w- the the uh I'm trying to phrase this appropriately. Uh the uh what you just said, going onto a website and watching it for free versus um supporting right. the industry with your your money. It really depends. I mean like People do that with movies. People do that with comics. It really depends. It's like, yeah. if I it's mean, an anime I like, I go and buy it. But I like to be able to watch it first. And also, like if most people, like so, like the thing it's always been true to form is like most people binge watch anime. Like even back in like the day when torrenting was first a thing. Like right. So it's like, do I buy two hundred dollars worth of Blu-rays? Or am I like a a broke inward and I just like you know get it for free? Especially if that's like, another yeah, that's another. You don't even know if the Blu-ray is available overseas too. Oh. Yeah, I'm also talking about like Crunchyroll and um, Netflix and things like that, and Hulu. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I don't like supporting them either because they're assholes. So mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd See, rather watch it free and if I like it, go buy yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I have a weird. I just. Uh, especially with Netflix, I, I know they're assholes, but they also put out good content like Edge Runners and Arcane <laughs> and Dark. The thing is, like, uh, it's like, it's really just a question. It's, the thing is, it's literally just a question of like ethical yeah. consumerism. And some people will say, well, under capitalism, there is no ethical consumerism. And, and like, there yeah, is. But and it really just depends. It I don't really have de- a problem with people doing that. I, I per, just personally, I feel weird uh just going and stealing everything <laughs> like i buy my games i don't emulate anything i but here's the thing man. have I a watch. netflix subscription because i like what they do and i don't want them to stop making um arcane i don't want them to stop making edge runners but they're not because you gotta think oh, know, too but, but, what but they, what, they what we're watching if yeah. it's like new if it like castlevania right castlevania came out yeah. i still had my netflix at the time and i was like ooh. Fucking Castlevania. I grew up playing fucking Simon's Quest and shit, right? So I fucking watched it on Netflix. But an old anime from the 90s, I went to that free website. Because guess what? It's hard to find. They've already made their money. It's from the fucking 90s. Who's going to make any money off of it now anyway? Right? Like, they're done, right? Like, I just, I like being able to find stuff that's hard to find. But that website has it. You know, I watch a lot of older stuff. 
I'm mostly talking about new stuff. Old stuff, I, I used to go on surreal, surrealmovies.com and get a bunch of like old Japanese new wave films from the 60s that have zero distribution in the US. And that like, they're, you know, the director is dead, so he doesn't give a shit that I'm stealing his movie. And I would steal it and I would put it up on YouTube for free. And then, then YouTube um, shut my channel down because uh, the, like Janus Films production or something uh, ended up getting the rights to the movie. Yep. And, like they claimed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't care about that. I used to do that all the time. I would put free old like, you know, Russian films and shit on my YouTube channel for free because there's no distribution. You can't find it anywhere. I, I, I'm, I, I'm but I get what you're stuff. saying, man. Yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. If I come across an anime that's new and I watch it on my free website and I really fucking enjoy it, yeah. in order to overcome my guilt for basically watching it for free, if it's something I truly, really love, I'll go and buy it. Like, I bought Konosuba. I fucking love Konosuba. Yes! Yes, thank <laughs> I you. Love, I love both fucking seasons and the movie. I bought them because yeah. I love it so fucking much. <laughs> That's hard to do, though. It's only, you gotta be very picky these days with how much, what you spend, where you spend your money on. I mean, like, you can't buy oh, every yeah. anime. It's just impossible. I'm not, like, made of money yeah. either. And streaming nobody, services yeah, don't can. have all the animes, too. Some, like, Crunchyroll has uh, rights to some. Uh, Amazon has think, rights to others. I'm, Fucking H dive yeah. has you know high dive has rights to others you know yeah I, I'm just H seeing H dive is a different thing sorry okay, yeah I'm seeing a lot of people not a lot but I'm just seeing some sometimes I get like weird weirded out by some people who who just are entitled and they think that everything should be free and I'm just like how yeah. do you think how do you think the world works if everything's that's like what's like socialism it's like well what do you what do you what are you talking about uh, it doesn't make any sense to me how like a, a company can you know, do, make product and not expect to, to make money off it. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously. And that, that's I'm, how I feel about I'm film, a, too. Yeah. I, I'm a big movie guy, and I'm like, good. Guys, if you think Hollywood's shit right now, if you think they're making bad movies, and you want to support good content like Top Gun, go watch Top Gun in theaters. Give them your money. Because they're going to be like, oh, people want to see this. Okay, look how much money it made. $1.5 billion. If you do that, right, if you actually pay, go to the theater, make, you know, it, like it contribute to that kind of culture that they're going to get more shit like that. That's why I was depressed when the Northman made $70 million at the box office. I was like, that movie is so fucking good, but nobody went to see it. And then I now everybody's complaining. It. Everybody's complaining. They're like, so I rented it. well, that's fine. I mean, but like, cause the DVD sales made up, made it, I made up for this, uh, the box office failure, but uh, you can't complain that Hollywood doesn't make original content. And then, you, when an original thing comes out like the northman you, and then you don't go see it like it's kind of your fault like look not, this is why everybody to needs to go Marvel see movies. cocaine bear okay if you want more cocaine sure. bear you've got to go to the movie theater and watch cocaine yeah, but, bear but people are doing that lofty like no, Ma 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 North top gun maverick made like two billion dollars bro top gun maverick did really well like oh yeah but that, that that and avatar <laughs> Are, are mega mega epic blockbuster stuff like i mean unless that's all you want want to care about i'm talking about like original movies like uh infinity pool or you know the northman or um you know uh the knock at the cabin i'm not Shyamalan. like i guess if all you care about is pop culture then yes go see top gun and avatar because those two are shitting all over marvel right now <laughs> oh yeah but ant man's getting destroyed ant man's getting You're destroyed by about... cocaine bear yeah, but you're what you're talking about is always happened. Some of these lower movies, they don't get as much you know. distribution. People don't hear from them. Like I loved Northman. I love Robert Edgar films, right? I fucking love them. I love The Lighthouse. I love The Witch. 
right? But you know how many people I know have never heard of him? Never even heard that movie came out. It's marketing, too. Marketing. Even the same people are like, Hollywood doesn't make any good movies. Hollywood doesn't make any good. Well, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't even watch good movies. It's your fault. The Hollywood makes a lot of good movies. I just watched Infinity Pool. I just watched The Whale last night with Brendan Fraser. It's an amazing movie. Well, it kind of sounds uh, like education, too. It's like yeah. these people aren't educated in, like, movies in general. Yes. And then, like, they're the kind of people... I was watching... I was talking to Mark After Dark, actually. He went to go see The Witch in theaters. And because they were speaking this old English dialect, it was kind of hard to understand. Oh, hi, Weebo, by the way. She's another co-host of ours. Oh, hey, Weebo. Um... Yeah, the witch had original Puritan dialect. Yeah, yeah, so it was a little... I had to put on, uh, what was it, subtitles so I could understand fully what they were understanding. The theater is not going to have that unless you request it specifically. Um, yeah. But a lot of people got fucking mad where, where Mark was at. And you know what? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm dying. They threw a bitch fit. <laughs> they, like, threw it. They, like, got mad. They couldn't understand the dialect it's weird. and they got fucking screaming and angry and then those are the kind of people that are going to write write reviews and not recommend it to people because they can't fucking handle yeah. like a unique piece of art and a lot of people mm. i would say most people are like that cannot mentally handle a unique piece of art and don't care to like look out for them but your your argument too that people are saying oh hollywood doesn't make good movies and okay. but they don't know these movies exist that's not true either most people aren't saying hollywood doesn't make good movies what they're saying is hollywood is turning our childhood are. franchises into bad movies that's what everybody's pissed about fucking marvel sucks no. star wars sucks star trek sucks fucking indiana jones is ruins ghostbusters 2016 don't even get me fucking started yeah, yeah right they're, <laughs> yeah they're destroying the childhood and nostalgia stuff that's true but they but also so many fucking people are saying that they haven't watched a movie since 2015 or hollywood doesn't make any good movies anymore hollywood can't do dialogue anymore they're, they're making these blanket statements i see it all the time i I, I disagree. I think that's like the, a common perspective among well, like people who is, talk like, about I feel like these people, these people are also NPCs. Lofty, you understand most. Yeah. Of, you know how many people can't imagine a, an apple in their head? Like they can't. I'm, I, look, I don't care if somebody's not a movie person. I, I'm. I'm just saying if you're, because I don't want to sound like a snob. I was just like, if you're not a movie person, you're more into video games. Then I don't expect you to go watch weird movies. Like it doesn't. I'm just saying the is somewhat like somewhat of some sort of a weird hypocrisy going on where people are like Hollywood hasn't made a good movie in in uh 10 years and it's just like well how, you you're just kind of ignorant it's an ignorant statement. <laughs> well, yeah, are to find. I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere. Yeah, but that once but, again that's Hollywood not marketing yeah. their products yep. properly cuz yeah, it all comes from Hollywood. Yes, Hollywood's still the biggest creator of film whether it's marvel disney bullshit or low-end stuff doesn't matter there are good right. movies out there the blanket statement is that the bulk of this movies that people are seeing have been you know increasingly worse over time like everybody started liking marvel you know phase one phase two phase three and then endgame happened and after endgame it started going downhill and we're seeing these trends people are refusing to spend their money what it's just taking a little time to because you, you said it yourself. You know what? If you yeah. want to see yeah. better stuff, don't support this crap that's coming out, right? You said that. Yeah. It's yeah. starting to happen. Okay, it, it is. It's yeah. just going to be slow. It's got to reach the normies, right? The fans, yeah. the hardcore fans, yeah. they're already ignoring it. But the, the normies are, are starting to wake up to it. Ant-Man was beat by Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
right? Yeah. Ant Man, I mean, <laughs> you know, or like that Megan movie came out. Even though I think that had like a big backing behind it, like that came out, and that like that made what was it number one in January? Like the hardest month to like make a profit in oh, the whole year. But Megan, yeah. yeah, I don't, I didn't like that. Megan's kind of a normie horror movie. I, I, That's the thing. It's I, like I, yeah. it's it's different enough to where these people could like can easily consume a lot. But I mean, yeah. the thing is, lofty. Most people are like consumers. Like they're yeah. they're just NPCs. They just turn on Netflix <laughs> and they just whatever comes up on their homepage is what they'll watch. It's like and right. they're not educated um, enough to like look into yeah. like art and they don't but, give a but, shit about art. But Dune did pretty well. Um, Avatar did well. Top Gun. I I I, I think we're turning a corner here's what here's what i'll say about marvel the problem with marvel is i like some marvel but the issue is look how many marvel movies what 27 or something 30 yeah plus tv think shows. about this yeah. before marvel existed we, we've had 30 marvel movies in the past like 10 years okay 35 if you count the show maybe 40 we would have instead of marvel right just imagine if marvel wasn't it didn't exist we would have like 40 other original fucking movies <laughs> that you know what I mean? Like we're, yeah. we're, de we're depriving people of fun, original, cool content. And we're replacing that gap with Marvel movies. And it, it seems like we're, they're making like Hollywood is just making worse movies because they kind of are, but it's, it's more that Marvel is monopolizing the Hollywood budget and like the, the, how much money they spend and how many scripts get made every year. Um, all that's, you know what I mean? But that but it's like Marvel. You know, the they're just following market trends. Marvel did really well yeah. for so many years that they just they want to milk that cash cow, and that's what they're going to do. Right, right. That's why well, that's franchises awesome. are so big because they make a lot of money. These tentpole movies that are based on some previous IP that everybody fucking loves. That's what they think everybody wants right now because they've been doing really well. But they're going to start slowly not doing well because people are tired of it. Remember when I mean, people I got sick of like cape shit in like the early 2000s because early 2000s was like edgy cape shit and then people got sick yeah. of it and then there was no cape shit in like the 20 late 20s 20, 2000s like that's when you start seeing more of the marvel mainstream stuff like really go into yeah. like octane yeah and then um i mean now everybody should have uh, sick of it again <laughs> and but they still go and consume it though it's like that's the thing yeah. it's like but I mean, can't stop people from doing that. Avatar, Avatar is a good example of an original movie, like franchise, that is did really fucking well at the box office. That does isn't a superhero movie, like, and Top Gun. Except Top Gun's also a re, um, a kind of a reboot sequel kind of thing. But Avatar's sequel, not. Avatar's its sequel. own its yeah. own story. It's an original story. I mean, it's it's a sequel of Avatar, but it's not super. It's not Marvel. It's not DC. You know. Why do we have more of those movies? I know James Cameron's a genius, but <laughs> I don't it's know. also because nobody wants to because a lot of the original stuff, even if yeah. it's like a big tent, like obviously Northman and stuff, Robert Egger films are very artistic and stylized and they're for a yeah. specific crowd. But look back on like the Alien franchise. We've got just a lot of stinkers over the years, so they just stopped making them. You know, Prometheus yeah. started it off and then you had Alien Covenant. Then you had that fucking fucking terrible predator movie with the autistic kid in it you know like and it's like jesus christ just do something good already fuck i that's i maybe that's why i love avatar so much because it's it's just breaking it's different it's not fucking jurassic park or 
you know, a Candyman remake or, uh, Ven- you know, Venom sequel or, or you know, MCU, DC, Matrix 4. Like, all these things are just fucking... Uh, they're just cash grabs for like nostalgia. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah except- it's a thing also like, so the thing that's more valuable than people's money is their time. So like yeah. people don't want to feel like they're wasting their time because a lot of people feel like, oh, if I watch, do I risk like watching this art house film that maybe it's a horror flick? Maybe I'll understand it. Maybe I won't. The next A24 experience or do I go and like, even though that's getting really tropey now too, like, or do I watch the like, next Marvel movie? I'm like, oh, it's okay. Because, like, most Marvel movies, they're, like, okay. Like, to be honest, like, they're just, like, they're they're okay. Yeah. And a lot of, and and there's also another cancer that is, like, movie reviewers, as we all know. Like, a lot of people, like, who review movies are just like, oh, I consumed this movie for two hours, so you didn't have to. So (laughs) they'd rather watch, like, a 15-minute review of, like, the latest movie and be like, okay, well, that was enough for me, and not do that and play, like, a video game or something. True, true. And also, video yeah. games are like worth a lot more money than movies are too. So that's just I appreciate. Like, I appreciate some movie reviewers watching this garbage for me, though. Like, I, mm. like yeah. I yeah. will. I'm one of those guys that I like to judge for myself. So even if I hear a review that's bad, I still, if I have the time or I'm feeling up oh, yeah. for it on a Saturday night, I'll watch it. But things like Velma, I was like, I'm happy just listening to this other guy bleed yeah. through the eyes <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, my, favorite, I don't... my favorite velma review was uh moist critical his yeah. was amazing he was his like i'll watch it you guys so you don't have to i'll watch it uh it was garbage ass trash <laughs> i love his fucking voice it's funny yeah fucking um, uh johnny law's great too if you've never heard johnny law reviews he he's fucking great but <laughs> I only watch movie reviews um, after I watch the movie because I want to hear people discuss the movie. That's like sure. what I enjoy um, yeah. personally. But, but I think most people are just, they're not like that and they don't like to risk their time. I mean, like people's times are very valuable too. And like I said, well, like, would you rather spend two hours like watching a movie that you may not like or playing a fucking video game? Well, you most can always turn a game. bad movie off though too. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I never understood, like, I, that was two hours of wasting my time. You know, the theater doors aren't locked, right? <laughs> like, you know how many movies I was just like, well, yeah. this is bullshit. I just walked out. I'm going to go get a refill out. of popcorn and Coke, and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. I, I, and I typically don't like to walk out of movies or turn movies off because I'm a completionist. But sometimes you watch something that's just so bad. Oh, you know, like I, I just can't do it, and I'm turning it off. I can't fucking Our, do this. Like I can't do it. And Frankenberry brought up Red Letter Media. Well, they watch like B movies and stuff like that, and they're like their commentary so like you know charming and relatable. Like it literally feels like that parasocial relationship where you're hanging out with like four guys watching bad movies. That's what they really sell you on. Not yeah. so much because they're they're what was it? Their reviews are actually like an hour long. They're almost as long as most movies. That but, depends. Like, they do. They did. They sometimes they just do their sitting in a chair, you know, like, you know, they do their like best of the worst. And those are hours long. They'll get a guest on. They'll do like gimmicks and stuff. But does then, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Half but red, red letter media, half in the bag. They do ha- some of the red letter meter stuff ain't ain't as long. 30 minutes, you know, stuff like that. But Jay, Jay yeah. from red letter media summed up what um, what Lofty's been talking about. Consume product and wait for next product. Yeah, it's Jay, it's NPC Jay said that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like it's the Hollywood sludge pipe. Just sit there and open your mouth and fucking eat it. Endless like, trash. 
which is funny funny because like you know the internet like we were we were all hoping when the internet first became a thing we realized like oh you have the avgns of the world of like holy shit you can make money off of this thing we knew like there'd be like projects that could potentially come from this kind of thing but we just haven't been seeing it as often as we really should it's still a bigger disappointment since my son (laughs) ryan johnson i don't think um it's wrong for somebody to like a popular movie like sure just because you like avatar doesn't mean you're a normie just because you like do you know how many if if if, i've i've heard that a million times oh the normies boosted avatar's box office numbers it's like well if normies were so influential at the box office then every normie movie would would hit a billion dollars it's not just the normies that pushed the avatar 2 to two point whatever three billion dollars it's everybody um i know a lot of like super duper cinephile people who like avatar for various reasons it's not just normies but like you know and then the new mario movie like i'm probably i love mario i think that movie looks amazing and it's kind of a normie you know movie (laughs) but i'm gonna go and fucking like it but so much Uh, is member it's not black and white it's not black yeah, and white, what I'm trying no. to say. Yeah. I, I just like good film, whether it's a popular exactly. tentpole movie, a blockbuster, or a little artistic. Like, you brought up Lofty, and, uh, you know, we, we got to talk about isekai anime. We got off the rails here, but oh, I will shit, bring yeah. this up. You you bring up, the you know, your love of, like, Robert Eggers films and, and stuff oh, yeah. like that. I highly recommend, if you like stuff like that, I highly recommend a TV miniseries on Netflix called Midnight Mass. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite Fucking thing fantastic. on Netflix. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. I'm also a vampire junkie and like the acting, um, what's his face? He should have fucking won at the Emmy for that, but um How do you feel about Twilight? Hermish something? Oh yeah. Twilight. You don't like Twilight? Nobody fucking likes Twilight. (laughs) Little girls like Twilight. I like interview the vampire. I like I like romantic romantic kind of spiritual. The original interview of the vampire was Kino. Fucking a- AMC ruined interview, and now oh, they've yeah. done the Mayfair witches. It's coming out with uh, Alexandria Daddario in it, and I'm like, no, they've ruined interview, and now they're doing the fucking Mayfair Mike witches. Flanagan. Yeah, Mike Flanagan is doing the Dark Tower. Okay, he's remaking it. He did yeah. Midnight Mass. He did Haunting of Hill House. Um, yeah, he's a fantastic director. I'm excited if, because if I like they the- let him, if they let him do what he does i know but but the other dark tower movie was so terrible now i like that book but um i i just think he i trust him and then now we have del toro who's i don't know they're i'm kind of going out of tangent but del toro's doing frankenstein okay Mm -hmm. so these are going to be netflix is going to just explode i think over the next couple years with really good content they better because they've been losing money yeah yeah every other service with oscar isaac yeah yeah it's not not been good oh everybody's losing Oh, fucking Warner Brothers. God, their last quarter was like, they're negative, like $2.9 billion. Yeah. Speaking of money, did we have any Super Chats that came in? <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Um, Iron Wolf Spear for $5 said, Star Wars has been pretty gay before that kiss. I, I disagree. I, I like oh, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, it, I, it I don't like the new ones. ones. It was a little incestuous with the Leia Luke kiss. Yeah. And then, was... and then Anakin's like, I, I don't like sand. It gets everywhere. That's oh, the, gay. The, that's the worst romantic <laughs> dialogue I've ever heard. That's kind of Any, a gay like, line. Like George Lucas does not know how to write romance. Oh my God, yeah. that's the worst. 
I hated the prequels. Yeah. People are like, well, now that the new Star Wars from Disney's out and it's bad, I bet the prequels look great too. No, no, they don't. Do that they're the still time. bad. Yeah, it's like every time a new thing comes out, they're like, oh, this makes the prequels look so much better. I'm just like, can, can we be like, can we not do that? Can we not like no, retroactively no. pretend we like something more because <laughs> the new thing sucks? Because <laughs> now it's now it's older, so it's better. No, I'm sorry. No, yeah. the prequels. Have you guys no. not experienced Jar Jar Banks? That was yeah. I'll I'll, was... I'll die on that fucking hill. People are like, oh come the on, Naboo... man. Prequels weren't that bad. Fuck you. The they Naboo were. politics of Phantom Menace was such a disaster for me. I hate it. I can't stand it. Anything to with the Naboo and the Jack, uh, the whole first movie is just a babysitter simulator. You're yeah, just like, oh, we got to follow Anakin around. Nothing good about it. I hate it. Oh, we got to keep Jar Jar from killing himself. <laughs> Except the ending. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. The fight, you know, the Obi-Wan Darth Maul fight's legendary, but that's it. Spiring Guards got it right. There are only two good Star Wars movies, New Hope and Empire. Um, I'm okay with Jedi. I'm okay with Jedi, but the two best Star Wars movies ever are the first one and Revenge Empire. of the Sith is decent. But it's not great. Only yeah, because it's, it's only only because of the big badass, you know, fight at the end with Anakin getting all burned up and fucked yeah, up and, and dropped into lava. Cool and all the memes that came from it. Hello there. Sure. Hello there, General Grievous. <laughs> Anakin, I uh, have the high try... ground. It's over. <laughs> It's it's Wait, you sound you just like him. That's good, man. Yeah, you, we're supposed to. You talk do a goodie Isekai. with McGregor. You're supposed to do Isekai, but also like, is there any more uh, uh -huh. super chats? Yeah, yeah. Iron Wolf Spear for five dollars again said, "You guys fell for it." J.K. said, "Quote: They don't need the wands because they can't because uh, they can't afford it." Aw. <laughs> oh dear God. Oh, oh no. But they, and, uh, they live out in Africa. There's plenty of sticks they can make well, shift have, wands, right? If they have magic, really? if they have magic, they can just like like. All you need is the materials to make a wand. You don't need can, can we, money necessarily. Can we get? Can we get a new live aid to to get <laughs> wands to Africa? Get like use some necromancy to resurrect Freddie Mercury. Like, can we get? Can we do a Being new the live daily aid? Prophet. You see these poor African <laughs> wizards and witches. They need your can help. Get, can we can we get another massive concert in London? <laughs> For just five I, shillings I, a day, you too can I'm provide sorry. a young African wizard with a wand. <laughs> yeah. I you see like an African wizard with like flies on his face. Yes. Like, <laughs> and he he's a he Leviosa! Leviosa! <laughs> Leviosa! It won't go. Away. Walk into an Ethiopian village and they're like, you fly on it. What's a fucking broom? I don't, what is this white guy saying? I don't know what this is. What is this madman saying? I do not understand. <laughs> you, you know, I can make a really bad joke about being able to read spells before you learn them, but I'm not, I'm not going to go there. That'd be rude. Oh, no, 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 no. I was making, I wasn't making fun of Africa. I was making fun of the tropes of the African donation commercials. Oh, I was, I was going there. Yeah, you, just, you <laughs> Spooky was gonna there. go just, there. We weren't gonna go there. No, 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 not me. I never find nappy where she comes from. Okay, I'm very culturally, uh, you know, aware. <laughs> yeah. um, was that all the super chats? We got one more uh, from John Carlo Reyes. Uh, Two hundred and fifty pesos says anime boomers gang's opinion on Leiji Matsumoto and his works. So that would be the author of Galaxy Express nine nine nine. Harlock Saga. He also did work for Daft Punk, their Secret of the Interstellar oh, oh, yeah. Star System, uh, Interstellar 555. 
I love the only one I saw was Harlock. Done. Captain Harlock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've only ever seen Harlock. Queen I'm Emeraldus. Kind of a, I'm very choosy about my anime, so I I don't know if I belong on this show or not because I'm very I'm very particular. No, that's, that's great. We love that. <laughs> I haven't seen them all. I'm not a... And people who grew up with, like, Dragon Ball, that was kind of after my time. Like, I was a kid... I was a kid in the 80s and early 90s. So I... The closest thing to Japanese anime I grew up with as a kid was, like, not even anime. It was, like, Power Rangers. You know, I grew up on American cartoons that were good, though. Like, I grew up on X-Men. You know, I could still hum that fucking theme song. (laughs) I grew up on shit like that, and I I loved, even though Disney owns it, I fucking loved Gargoyles. When I was, that was one of my favorites when I was yeah. Gargoyles. I'm honestly surprised well, yeah, they haven't man. tried to bring it back, because Gargoyles was the shit. Dude, they could, yeah. if they live-action that shit with, like, giant CGI monster Gargoyles, I'd be like, I know it's Disney, but I'll go see it. Yeah, I would drop money for that. Holy shit. I'd fucking drop a... Uh, yeah, hell yeah. I'd go and see that shit. They might ruin it, though, like they did fucking Willow. Don't even get me started. That's Astro why I was Boy? on... I was, why I, I was on... I was on Drinker's channel talking about Willow, because I grew up with Willow. Willow's my favorite high fantasy film of all time, and I fucking love Willow, and they ruined it. The Willow TV show is awful. That anyway. sucks. That's a shame. Oh, it's terrible. There's like tie dye. I used to watch. Did it's anyone watch Zoids? Bad. Zoids. Oh, God, I like Zoids. Zoids. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, Zoids. Yeah. I, I grew up it. every day before school, six thirty in the morning. I wake up, watch Zoids. I think I would also watch what was it? Transformers. Uh, Pokemon. Wait, hold are you lofty? If you don't mind me asking. Uh thirty-three. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's just slightly ages. Flamenco. Wait, how old is everybody? <laughs> I'm thirty-five. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I'm fucking pushing 40 over here. <laughs> well, for me, yeah, like I said, for me, it was, it was, uh, before school was Zoids. It was Gargoyles. I think He Man occasionally, um, Pokemon. Um, what the fuck else was on? Ba- uh, Battle Bots. <laughs> you remember that show? Oh, oh yeah. Battle Bots. I, I liked the, um, I liked the, uh, Spider Man cartoon as well and batman batman the batman animated series whoa oh awesome. it was so good it, it took the aesthetic from the movie and brought it to animation and they had yeah. like it's, it was so stylized and, and and awesome looking that it just it's, like yeah it felt it, like it, batman it's like it, it was dark and gritty but they wanted to do like a film noir of the original batman comics back in the detective days right yeah like all the bad guys are wearing like fedoras and trench coats they use tommy guns you know and it's like but it's also they got technology and phones and stuff it's such a bizarre kind of mixture of yeah the juxtaposition time, timelines yeah it's like well they have he has like a supercomputer in the Batcave, but everybody's running around with tommy guns and going yeah see you don't talk to me like that. <laughs> you know, it's so it's such a bizarre little like time. We gotta get Commissioner Gordon emerging. out of the picture, she. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I fucking loved it though. I love that it was Batman. Amazing. Movie. That was just and such I did a watch good time the... for for cartoons. Oh yeah, and I did watch the Batman Beyond that happened like in the future, right? Bruce Wayne's all old, and he's like takes on a new Batman protege. He's got like a Terry McGinnis sophisticated. Yeah. Super sophisticated suit. I liked, I liked Batman beyond. It was great. 
it kept the same feel, but instead of being like the, uh, you know, the, the 20s mobster style, it went to, you know, cyberpunk instead. Cyberpunk, and, and it, yeah. It didn't yeah. miss a beat. Oh, it was great. And even the fucking theme song, it was, what was it? The theme song was like Static X. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fucking Static X did the theme song to that fucking show. It was awesome. It was like that edgy 90s angsty teenager fucking yeah. music right that everybody loved in the 90s. hit the spot <laughs> that's what it did fuck yeah <laughs> anyway uh isekais right um, yeah we were talking about isekais we, it, you brought yeah. up uh, konosuba i love konosuba yeah god's blessing on this wonderful world i i love it because it's a parody of the isekai genre but but also showing respect for the isekai genre right it's right. not like it's not a mean-spirited it, it, parody it's, yeah it's it, a it, it's, it, yeah it it never crosses the line into hatred, right? Yeah, it, it, it goes through all of the different silly tropes and then just, just makes fun of them just a little bit. And But they're laughing with it, not at it. Well, that and um, even though it's tropey, they take the tropes and they kind of make it part of the world. You know? Yeah, like so uh, Megumin's entire village, they're all... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they're all like super wizards and shit, but yeah. they they put on like light shows <laughs> using their magic. And the, the tourists are gonna love this, you know, <laughs> like right. huge explosions in the background and shit, you know. But yeah, that's the that I love Konosuba. It's probably my favorite isekai as far as the genre, right? Like not my favorite anime, but it's definitely up there. It's my favorite comedy anime, right? Oh, it's um, it's fantastic. But, but I also recognize why Spooky doesn't like isekais, and it's mostly because most isekais are kind of a, like a male power fantasy. Right? Yeah, it's Just... made for a degenerate fucking uh, Japanese men who have no lives, who think, God, if I just killed myself, everything would solve itself. Trakakun runs me from this motor coil. I must have, I must have harem of big, beautiful, bountiful breasts and elf girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, all my life issues would go away if I just killed myself. <laughs> What's funny is don't the, do the that. Voice you're doing. Oh, the only Japanese people who talk like that are fucking like yakuza. Yeah, exactly. It's funny you were saying that because I was thinking of the protagonist from Yakuza. What I was saying. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a Chaz. Like, he can do whatever he wants. Like the 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 main protagonist from Yakuza One, he could get tons of pussy. He just chooses not to. Right. I hate he, that trope. That's he's a vol. He's a vol cell. I, I hate that trope in all animes. It's not just isekai. Where like this guy is like surrounded by beautiful women and he doesn't do shit. He doesn't make a move. He just, Again, no, he just gets nosebleeds and freaks out and it's like geez just man like if i was if i was in the like jobless reincarnation all them bitches be fucking pregnant if it were me <laughs> like what what are you doing man shoot your shot already but, but that's how these guys like this is how they would actually react when they have the nosebleeds but they would like be super they're like it's made for people that are intimidated by women and it really yeah, fucking shows girls yeah they're scary mm, yeah. i don't know what do you think of Shield Hero? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of fun at the beginning, and then like, yeah. what was it? it was, when they introduced um, the the slave girl's uh, friend that just came out of nowhere, I was like, I'm bored with yeah. this. <laughs> I I liked parts of Shield Hero because everybody likes to see Princess Melty get her fucking comeuppance, right? Yeah, right. But I hate that giant fucking talking chicken. 
So, <laughs> on one hand, I want to see the, the evil bitch get her comeuppance, but on the other hand, that giant chicken makes me want to punch the fucking TV. Okay? <laughs> um, it's okay. not... Uh, the only um, one that I liked was... Uh, it's not an isekai, technically. It's like a fantasy... Um, but again, like they overlap so much that I kind of in my brain they rent they like live in the well, same space. Like fantasy, modern day fantasy animes and isekais. Um, well, well, that's because they're oftentimes by the same animation studio, so they look very similar. Like, oh, they just like presented the same, like similar too, because it like it almost doesn't matter because it's like all it is is like this person leaving their past life and this is their new life. Well, their new life's in a fantasy realm. Well, it doesn't really matter that much in an, a character who grew up in a fantasy realm. It's just like they, no. it's just the fact that they took away they, they weren't a Japanese salaryman like on his way out. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean the the part the what makes it an isekai because technically isekai just means other world, right? So technically, anything that takes place in another world is an isekai. It doesn't necessarily have to involve reincarnation. Alice in Wonderland's technically one too. Yeah, but... but if if you open that up, then almost anything can be an isekai. Like fucking Cowboy Bebop takes place on other planets. That could be an isekai. So isekai is specifically people who are like died or transported to another world, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And, yes. And... Um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that is an isekai. isekai. That is. That is definitely an isekai. I, yeah. I still have a theory to this day that them fucking three kids died. They were fucking dead. There was no wardrobe. That was like God's light pulling them to the to the afterlife. So there's I, fucking Santa Claus there, you know, there's like people with goat legs. It's the fucking afterlife. I'm sorry. But the only I, uh, one that I've yeah. I've really had any full oh, yeah. entertainment from and it's like entertainment for the most fucked up way possible. I've talked about this before, chat. It's uh, the redo of Healer. Redo, um, yeah. Technically not good. an isekai, just a fantasy, but still, it's like... Redo of Healer, I like to call rape. <laughs> it's just rape. <laughs> yeah. That's all I call it. <laughs> Cue the Alex <laughs> Jones gif rape. where he's just like slamming the desk and saying it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the... You know, like the other world stuff, you know, transported either via like a video game simulation or death or resurrection or just transported there. Isekai is that specific genre. As far as the tropes and stuff, they a lot of the tropes of Isekai overlap with tropes that exist in other anime genres. So I don't know why there's such a hatred for it, because I've seen it in other shows, too. I think you know. what really. OK, so I think what popularized this whole genre was honestly SAO. I think. Life was just different before SAO, but SAO is such a bad anime, though, that <laughs> I, yeah. for whatever reason, it really just uh, encapsulated yeah. like a whole. I will say like that I think the very beginning of Sword Art was really good, and then it just immediately falls off a cliff. I don't understand the second season. Like, I watched the first season, I was like, okay, that's pretty interesting. And then I watched the second season, and he's freed from the video game that almost murdered him, right? Like, all these people were trapped, and if they took the gear off, they died, right? So he had to be in a hospital and all this and that. He immediately jumps into another, like, full-dive MMO game, and I'm like, I'm sorry, no. After years of being trapped in a video game, that kid probably would never even turn on a fucking television again. Uh, people are bringing okay. up Dot Hack, but uh, dot you hack. see, Dot, dot Hack didn't was start, the like, originator, but it wasn't the one that like it made it popular. super popular. Oh, Hack! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I as love that. As far as the high fantasy, 
Yeah, high fantasy tropes. Like, I think another one that involved, like, a video game being trapped in another world was... Um, Log Horizon. Log Horizon. Log Horizon. Log, Log Horizon and Overlord. Ah. Both had I love video Overlord. Game. Overlord's the uh, ultimate male power fantasy. Yes, it absolutely <laughs> I is. Love, I love Iron Zulgon. I still haven't Iron slime. Lord of Nazarick. Get your love slime. I love Tensura. I just want to get my buddy Undoomed to say, I am Iron Zulgon. Just once. I just want him to say that just once. I, I, guys, I love Ray Zero. I don't give a fuck what you say. That's one oh, of my we, favorite animes. I like Reese. Okay. Okay. Love it. Love okay. It. Okay. Okay. Love it. Brilliant. All right. Okay. Here. Re Zero is it's great. a genius. Like, it's I think great. the writer is is very, uh, very good. Here's uh, the, the thing he, with Re Zero. The way though, he, it's, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, the way I, what I like about it is the same reason why I like Attack on Titan is that the setup, the, uh, the, I don't know what the mangaka's name is. I guess he wrote the light novels, but the setup is so, he had to think so fucking far ahead to like make all this shit make sense like fourth seasons down the road. I don't know how the fuck anybody writes this shit. <laughs> it's like the way everything like uh, layers and like collapses in on itself with all of the uh, the times he resets the universe and then like you know what I mean? It's just ge it's it's almost genius in my opinion. That's yeah, just how I see it. It's it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah, with a lot of fucking blood. <laughs> terrible yeah. tragedy <laughs> you know but the i i agree with you re-zero is an excellent uh, you know an excellent example of the genre but i have to be in the mood for it because it's so heavy it it's is depressing. so heavy and depressing like it is the shit that Always man goes through that yeah it's I'm like holy crap sometimes i just want to laugh which is why i love konosuba but i'm a comedian i like stuff yeah. that makes me laugh you know so it's it's one of those things where I have to really be in the mood for it. But I do love some of the arcs. My favorite arc in ReZero is the giant whale, that big oh, yeah. fish thing that they have to like hunt down and stop. And it's like, that's a great arc, man. That giant uh, fucking fish. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so creepy uh, when it comes out of the fog and there's just a giant eyeball eye next staring to the convoy. At you. Yeah, it's like his giant eye comes out of the mist, and it's like, oh, I would have shit myself. <laughs> That's no, some, really like, eldritch H.P. Lovecraft shit it right is. there, man. Well, speaking of H.P. Lovecraft, or eldritch horror shit, is when episode 15, when he when he's you know, standing in the snow and his head just falls off, and then there's, like, this creature that rises above the castle. Uh, you know, that shot oh, yeah. is so fucking gothic and horrifying. <laughs> and oh, the yeah. music... They don't even do the credits at the end of that episode. It's just straight up like a really beautiful song. Yeah, <laughs> right? It's wild. Yeah. He's like, I mean, <laughs> a lot of my yeah. favorite animes, though, like kind of borderline Isekai, like Spooky said, they're not like somebody transported to another world, but they are high fantasy. I don't care what anybody says. I don't give a shit if you guys judge me. I am a huge fan of fucking Goblin Slayer. I love, I Goblin, love Slayer. Goblin Slayer. I fucking, I love his armor. I love how cool he is. He's like the John Wick. Like I, when I first watched it, I was like, man, some goblins must have killed his puppy. Because he is just fucking single-minded. <laughs> you know? The only good goblins are the ones that never come out of their stinking holes. Yeah, I, I love that fuck when he kills that ogre. 
And he's like, you would waste such power on mere goblins? He's like, you're nothing. Goblins are way worse than you. Like, that's how single-minded he is. He doesn't even care about these other, like, demonic monsters in the realm. He's Do you so have any jobs about killing goblins? Yeah, I love that trope. And and I do love the whole, like, Judge Dredd thing, where he never takes off his helmet, you know? like, And even when he does, the camera never shows his face, right? Like, the yeah. even if other characters in the show see his face, the audience never does. So you can kind of... He's kind of like the vicarious character, right? The audience gets to vicariously displace themselves onto that character. And it's Every time... Cool. Every time I think of Goblin Slayer, I just think of Mother's Basement overanalyzing the first rape scene. Well, That's I thought that was actually... I actually thought that was really tastefully done, considering, you know... Oh, I mean, oh this the motherfucker, you've never seen the Mother's yeah, Basement. Yeah, considering the... Yeah. Oh, like, this dude, he does it frame by frame of like, oh, well, you can see the girl's tit and the side of her butt. This is hypersexual during a rape scene because you can see her clothes being ripped off. Well, well it's a fucking rape scene. So, yeah, yeah but it's, it's yeah. like it was the most disgusting, like thing to try to justify a sexy rape scene I've ever seen. It's like, did yeah, you get off to this rape scene? Mother's basement? Is this what you found? Well, it's mother's like, basement. So, I mean, obviously he did. <laughs> But the whole point of that scene was, and the reason they did it in the very first episode, wasn't just shock value. It was to establish how bad the goblins are. These are the bad guys. They do bad things. Go figure. Antagonists do antagonistic things. You know? Like, God forbid an antagonist does something evil. I hate this fucking trope these days where people are like, oh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't like my bad guys to be too complex. You can't make too, my yeah. bad guys rapists, yeah. like one yeah. of the worst things you can be. I, 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 want, I, want, I, want, I want villains that I can understand. Fuck you. They're villains. Yeah, it's, it's like complaining about um, Frieza. It's like, he's too genocidal. It's like, what, what the fuck? He's talking what the, 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 the point of his character. <laughs> yeah. Or Walter White. It's like, oh, Walter, we're not supposed to th- sympathize with, it's, empathize it's a, with Walter White. Uh, well, you know what? That's what makes you know him cool. Because he's kind of like, fucking first, fucked up. The and first time like that... A... Oh, I'm sorry, Lofty. I mean, like, Oh, no, no. You. I'm just like, I just don't like... I like black and white characters, but I like gray characters. And I like, I like villains that have, that have somewhat of a sympathetic perspective i just like well, the thing is the thing is is like these people you can tell these people really just like all they do is like masturbate while watching while reading ao3 novels of like the villain fucking them like that that's their perspective of like a villain is like have, have you never been around like sociopaths have you never been around psychopaths these motherfuckers don't have feelings they're like they're not actual people so like the fact that you want to write a villain as like somebody that doesn't have the same feelings as you kind of like it makes sense right like, they're not supposed to be viewed as, like, almost human-like. They're supposed to be these, like, horrendous creatures. Like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> for it you, the day the that Frieza graced your village was the most important day well, of your life. But for I'll me, tell you what, I, it was merely Tuesday. I'll <laughs> tell you what I found <laughs> the most bullshit. Fighter. The thing that really blackpilled me was, like, during um, Game of Thrones airing. And it was a scene where, what well, I forget the name, the redhead's name? The Stark redhead? She gets raped. And and that actually had a huge back like backlash on Twitter from feminists be like, why do we have to depict this like teenager getting raped on scene when they don't even show anything? They show the guy's ass, but like that's it. Um 
They don't actually show anything about her specifically. They're like, why do we have to show this, like, girl getting raped? It's like, do you forget the fact that these people got murdered, like, by the second or third episode or something? Like, do you... What do you why is that where you draw the line? Like, all this horrible shit's happened to these characters, and you, that this is where you draw the line? Is a rape scene? Like, do you well, not that, know anything yeah. about the Middle Ages? Like, come on! Yeah, but yeah. they don't have a problem with um, depicting the brutality of slavery over and over and over and over again. Uh, that's yeah. true. Somehow they have a problem with, with the rape scenes in Game of Thrones. Well, they're only okay with depicting slavery if the slaves eventually get freed by some benevolent uh-huh. white person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why Tarantino was based. Tarantino's just like... Fuck it, yeah. I'm gonna, fuck I'm gonna it. do I'm gonna it. Have, yeah. I'm gonna have uh, a, a black guy who's a villain, a white guy who's a villain, and the black guy's even more fucked up. And like Samuel Jackson's character was even more fucked up than oh, um, and Django DiCaprio's yeah. character in, in Django. Yeah. And then I'm gonna have a white guy and a black guy both be the good guys also. And it's just like that's that's an awesome movie. It's like yeah, yeah. It's but not pandering to anybody. But it, it it depends on what you're trying to what story you're trying to tell. I like sympathetic villains or empathetic villains sometimes too. Thanos, right? For that story, it worked because it, he wasn't just some throwaway bad guy. This was the main guy, right? This was the big bad. Like it, 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 it was good character development. But in Goblin Slayer, I don't need to sympathize with goblins. I just want to see Goblin Slayer murder fucking goblins. That's the point. It's like watching John Wick once again. I just want to see him fuck up a bunch of people. That's the whole point of watching John Wick, you know. And to add to that it point about Thanos. To add to that point about Thanos, too, he came at the end of a bunch of literal one-note villains who had literally, like, no motivation other than, I don't like superhero guy. I'm going to beat superhero guy. Oh, no. Conquer the Earth. Yeah, Yeah. conquer the Earth. And then, oh, no, superhero guy beat me. I'm probably dead at the end of this movie if I'm a phase one villain. That's why I like most of my favorite Marvel uh, Marvel movies were the ones that involved villains that weren't that. Like fucking fucking Captain America Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. And okay. and and was just like a spy movie, right? With like the, the Hydra had infiltrated Shield and you know and all this and that. And then you had like Captain America Civil War. It was just a guy who wanted to tear the Avengers apart. He was just a guy, right? He was just a fucking guy with a good plan, you know? <laughs> That, those are my favorite Marvel movies because they didn't do the big throwaway CGI monster man, right? It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. It'd be nice if they would get I back to know. that, but I think we're lost in the weeds on that now. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Especially with the TV show. See, Marvel expanded too quickly, too. They were like, we're going to go to TV. We're going to go to streaming service. We're going we're gonna to put out She-Hulk and Loki and, and WandaVision. And everybody's just like, what the fuck? Is this? Now I have to watch all this crap just to get the references in these new movies coming out. You know? It's like if you watched the latest, excuse me, Doctor Strange movie without watching WandaVision, you wouldn't know what the fuck was going on with Wanda. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't get it. You know? Yeah. So now you have to sit through this crappy TV show <laughs> just to understand the new movies coming out because they're all linked, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, though, the expectation is that, like, everybody knows that. It's like, if they, you know, uh, I feel like, I understand I know what you're saying, but, like, everybody should already know this at this point. It's not like they're surprising people. And you're either sure. in or you're out. It's like, you're either you're either on board or you're not at this point, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, that's going to eventually lose them. Yes, some, yes. Some unless they do, unless they do 
I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Are they going to reboot? Unless they bring in the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and have their own standalone like storylines, then people can jump into those and then start from there. I think they can do that. That's you want to know what my grand this. theory of this is? Yeah. So I, so I come from the comic book side. I think you do too, Lofty. So you'll, you'll get this. I think what they're gearing up for, and they've already hinted at this in the Doctor Strange movie, is they're gearing up for an incursion. And what I think yeah. they're going to go for is I think they're going to go for the comic book solution, which is rather than like destroy one universe or the other, I think they're going to end up merging, merging yeah. universes. Like and that Wars. will be, yeah. yeah, like Secret Wars. And I think that will be a soft reboot where they'll have a new universe, a new unified universe where they can start over fresh yeah. with the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, new actors and actresses, and just kind of continue right. on like with the same canon, but because it's a new universe, they can do everything different now. And it's all because Disney bought Fox, and Fox owned the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four and a few others. Right. Yeah. That's like true. the Brian Singer films, Deadpool, all of those are I just Fox. don't think you need to do that. I think you you we we have well that you're you're right about that because the mutants don't exist. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they the do need to do a merging. Yeah. They have they would sucks. have to to introduce the X-Men. They would have to, because you can't explain the mutants and the whole civil rights issues and stuff if they just were always there just nobody brought them up until now yeah like going all the way back to robert downey jr's first iron man film there were mutants no 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 <laughs> you can't do that they're gonna either have to do a complete reboot just end it all on a like try to end it all on a high note and, and say goodbye to all the current actors or they're gonna have to merge the multiverse and do some sort of strange you know merging of two yeah. timelines or something you know. Well, they already introduced the Illuminati in, um, you know, uh, they could bring some of those characters into the um, the new merging universe. Well, that's you what know. I think they're going to do. Like, I think they're going to, yeah. by merging all the continuities together in the incursion or whatever, I think they're going to end up like bringing all of these different threads. So like, you know, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, Inhumans, um, some of the more like obscure teams and other stuff that they that Marvel has access to, they're just going to kind of bring them all together yeah. into the fold, into this like new unified universe. And I think that's when they're going to go around and start like recasting all the actors and actresses. Yeah, well, they're yeah. going to have to. People get old. People get tired of playing the same roles over and over again. You know that kind of stuff happens. Um, and people are tired of seeing the degradation of the characters. Like I was talking to a friend of mine the other night, and he just hates what they've done with Thor. You know, just made him a buffoon. You know, the butt of every joke. He's more of a comedian because Chris, Chris Hemsworth loves being funny, right? And it's like, no, I want to see Thor, like, bashing people's fucking faces in with his hammer. You know, like, that's what I want to see, right? And people are tired of it now. Like, Thor loving Thunder didn't do as well as the studio hoped. It, it did terrible. well enough, but it was... Eh. You know, Takawakiti Taka is not popular right now. No. <laughs> you know, and as far as the DC side, don't even get started. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Jesus, I don't think they know either. I don't know. They were let's bring in James Gunn. He's the only one who has a who had a semi popular fucking movie. That goddamn Suicide Squad. It's like uh, the re this was it a soft reboot because it had some of the actors from the first Suicide Flash. Squad, but yeah, yeah they they Flash didn't have Will Smith. Everything. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. Uh, they even brought yeah, back Michael. I saw the trailer. Keaton. 
Yeah, I saw the trailer with Michael Keaton and stuff. And I don't care. DC just refuses to make a movie about my favorite superhero, so I don't fucking care. Because I, to this day, I'm just never going to get to see Power Girl's big-ass fucking boobies on the fucking screen. Oh, God, could you imagine, like, modern day, them trying to make Power Girl and how bad that would be? Like, oh, for, yeah. st for starters, she'd just be completely flat-chested. Yeah, she she'd be a lesbian. She wouldn't, she wouldn't have the boob window. She would, <laughs> you know, like, what made, what was funny about Power Girls... One side of her head would be completely her. shaved. Right. The guy who created Power Girl... Um, he wanted to sell comic books to teenagers, go figure, right? Teenage boys, right? But DC cared so little about his the character they gave him to draw and write comic books for that he kept making her boobs bigger each issue until they noticed. He wanted to see how long it would take yeah. the editors to notice how big her boobs are getting. And it, it was like 60 issues before somebody was like, how big are her tits? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> That's, That's amazing. He just kept drawing him a little bit bigger each time until somebody fucking noticed. He <laughs> finally said something like, man, those honkers are getting pretty big. What, what you doing there, buddy? Because <laughs> he, he was convinced his, the editors were, you know, didn't give a shit about the artists and writers. Like, they just they were just... Because back then, you got to think, too, comic books, especially the Golden Age comic books... It, working in that industry, you were like a slave, you know. Like you yeah, were I've just heard some like stories a, from Ethan were, Van Skyver yeah. about that. Yeah, you're just in a cubicle, just drawing panels all day, all day, all day, and for like slave wages. And you get, it, it, yeah, that that industry needs a renaissance as well as not just Hollywood, but the comic book industry needs a renaissance too. That's why a lot of individual projects you know kickstarter comic books and stuff are doing really well because they're re because of social media they're reaching people and people love these independent artists and stuff creating comic books that aren't all fucked up like these modern day dc marvel comic books you know yeah i'm friends with a lot of the guys that are doing the uh the kickstarter comics and stuff the, the comic skate guys yeah yeah they're, they're, just there's a lot of them and they're still doing really well and like you know, Freepia just just raised like thirty five thousand dollars in two days. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah. that. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, three three yep. Yeah, congratulations on him. You know. Yep. Yeah, that's it's amazing to see. Like that's that's what I love about small creators. Like I'm a creator. I love having a little small audience that just loves what I do and supports me the best they can and watches my videos. And I love that. I don't have to be like super famous. You don't have to always support the mainstream Hollywood stuff. That being said, I'm also not going to judge people for watching what they want to watch. If you want to go watch the new Marvel movie, go fucking watch the new Marvel movie. I'm not going to, you know, at the end of the day, if, if you like it, you like it. Just nah, don't expect me to. That's the bottom know. line. Um, because then you're, you're becoming like the left. It's like you're finding I'm not going to gatekeep, content. yeah. Yeah, like you're, it's like, uh, I've, I've heard, it. I've gotten this from people on the right. It's like, they, they it's like, um, woke, this is problematic content now. As the people on the right are saying this now. I'm just like, what the fuck? It's now, yeah. now, now like woke shit's problematic. And if you watch it, you're complicit. You're in, toxic. In, you know, it's yeah. like, what? what are we talking about? <laughs> even though, even though I agree the whole in quotations woke thing is yeah. ruining some franchises that I've loved since I was a kid. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and gatekeep, right? That's wrong. Right, because a lot of us anything. watch it so that we can talk about why it's bad or just have 
be able to have a conversation about it. It's like, yeah, you know, it's not because we support it necessarily. And uh, going to see Avatar twice in theaters just because it's owned by Disney doesn't mean I support Disney. Like, fuck that argument. That's a stupid argument. Yeah, uh, I just want to see it on the. I want to see it in IMAX. Like that, I'm gonna do what I, what I want to do. I don't care what it, give a fuck what anybody else. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay home and like miss miss out on like seeing Avatar two in IMAX, which it was amazing. However, because, like other people, are, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this: Spooky is the exception. I mean, because she verbally abuses me when I bring up Isekai. Uh, she, you deserve it. <laughs> she 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 is verbally abusive. I'm coming out on your stream right now and saying I'm a victim of Spooky's <laughs> verbal harassments just because God. I like. Well, take a number here. I think everyone else has really gotten my verbal abuse from time to time. Called Lofty an Epsler. I've called Gator an Epsler. I've called everyone (laughs) around here an Epsler. Mr. Spooky is very mean. (laughs) I think she's just a mean-spirited... She's like one of those anime bully girls, but in real life. Yeah, she's a... What do they call them? The, The angry women that... Oh, the God, angry there's a, woman. There's like a it's it's a trope that has a Sundere. 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 Yeah, Sundere. Yeah, Sundere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has spiders in her vagina, and it makes her angry. Ew. <laughs> spiders my in my vagina? vagina? Is that a two? It's Are more you likely me? than you think. <laughs> yeah, I I remember watching this new isekai. I'd never heard of it before, and I clicked on it. In the very first episode, I was like, "Oh, this kind of looks lighthearted." You know, the main character has like the big armor. He's got this cute little pet, and it's like it's gonna be like a lighthearted isekai. And I watched it in the very first episode, right off the bat, rape, just <laughs> rape, just like surprise, <laughs> surprise. It was called Skeleton Knight in Another World. It was about a guy who played a video game and his avatar was a skeleton. And so when he woke up in this new world, he was a skeleton in this big, massive armor, kind of like a, but he's the good guy. He's like the opposite overlord. He's like a holy, holy Templar knight who had a curse put on him that turned him into an undead, but he does good things. And the very first episode, there's just these bandits like about to rape this chick. (laughs) just tearing her clothes off and she's like pissing herself and i was like what the hell like what did i sign up for (laughs) i was not expecting that because from the from the box art it just looked like a nice kind of throwaway isekai you know one of those i'd never even really heard of it oh boy so if you guys watch skeleton knight just uh, be prepared for that opening scene it sounds yeah. like that PS1 game, except there's no rape in the PS1 game about, like, a skeleton knight. And he's just kind of cursed like that. Yeah, what the hell is that called? Dark Tower? Uh, no, not Dark. Wait. Dark, no, dark, no. No, it doesn't dark have Dark house? in it. Uh, skeleton. Skeleton. Night game. PS1. Oh, Shovel Knight? No, no I don't know what you're talking about. Medieval. <laughs> Medieval. Oh, oh, medieval. Oh, that yeah. is that that Capcom game? Is it Goblin? Yeah, medieval. It's like Capcom. Oh, medieval. medieval? Yeah, yeah. War game okay. put it in the chat. Yeah, Darth. Darth Geese says Arcus just good guy. Eins. Yeah, he is. Because the main character in Skeleton Knight is- Isekai, his name is Ark, which fucks me up because I have a character on my show named Ark. <laughs> well, his name's Ark Turris, played by director Arkiter, the YouTuber channel. But we all call him Ark for short. So. Funny enough, it, it, anime is the only genre of film or TV show or movie that I've ever found that had my last name 
in it. There was a there was a crappy isekai that nobody liked, but it had my last name in it, and I was like, "What the hell?" And everybody oh, wow. knows my last name because I yeah I put it I put it in my end credits because I was doxxed years ago, so I don't care if people know my real name. Um, but there was a there was an isekai called my uh, it was called Wise Man's Grandchild. It was basically about Merlin who had a grandson, and the grandson was one of these like transplants from Japan. But he was also, like, transplanted into a baby, so he grew up in the world. Even though he had memories from Japan, he also grew up in the world. And his name was Wolford. And it's spelled exactly like my name, too. It's like, oh, wow. that's the only time I've ever seen my name in a movie, TV show, any anywhere. It's the only time I've ever seen my name in a movie. And, yeah, apparently Merlin, Merlin's last name is Wolford because <laughs> his grandson's last name is Wolford, too. I was like, what the fuck? And so every time I watch the anime dub and they say the name, I, like, look up. I'm like, what? But at the end of the day, it kind of sucks because uh, that anime shit. It wasn't very good, unfortunately. Yeah, it wasn't very good. It's one of those where it suffers from the trope of the main character being too OP. Way too OP. Just basically nothing's... Nothing's difficult for him. He's surrounded I love by beautiful Blaine women. Characters that look exactly yeah. the same as the next anime guy, but he's somehow yeah, super it, overpowered and covered in anime pussy. It's my yeah, favorite. Just, yeah, just the the worst of all the tropes is those tropes. There, it happens all the time. You know, uh, in another world with smart smartphone, um, Death March, Rhapsody, like all of those, they're just like OP characters that look generic and surrounded by women and just can do everything perfectly, you know. Nothing ever really is a challenge, you know. Mm. I th I think that's the culture, right? Like isekais play to that that nerd aesthetic in Japan. Yeah, the Mary Sue, yeah. the Gary Sue, the whole like I'm literally like, a, a, a like a bland personality that you can self insert into. Now, Overlord is OP, but what makes Overlord interesting isn't the fact that he's super strong. It's the fact that he's kind of the bad guy of this story, and he's surrounded by all these, like, really evil entities, you know? Yeah. And he's and just trying to be a good overlord, while in his head, he's like this 16-year-old gamer, you know? <laughs> and then, but, but like, Ray Zero kind of subverts that whole thing. It's like, it, he, he, he thinks it's based at first until he realizes he's severely handicapped by, by, by the Groundhog's Day fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah, I love and then it. it and then it becomes depressing. It's like yeah. no, nobody would want to, even though ha like there's so many waifus in that show. Like I don't think a single person would actually volunteer to go to be in his position. No, I would never. You couldn't pay me to go to that world. Like I love the Isekai Quartet when like Kanasuba, yeah. you know, like fucking uh, Kazuma shows up and he's talking about how terrible the other worlds are and how bad it is. And the Subaru from ReZero is just looking at him like, you have no fucking idea, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Isekai Quartet, but it's kind of a it's kind of the chibi kind of cutesy. Like, let's take all these Isekai characters, put them in high school together. You know, it's a lot so of there's fun. like overlord. Yeah, it's it's cute and whimsical, but it's funny if you know the jokes, if you've watched all these, if you've watched Tanya the Evil, if you've watched Overlord, if you've watched ReZero and Konosuba, if you've watched all of them and uh, you'll get the jokes and it's funnier than if you go into a cold. Right. 
Yeah, Tanya the Evil is like an isekai that you don't think of like a typical isekai. It's there's literally nope. like a little girl Hitler. So like um <laughs> The only reason I can't watch because I, I like to watch dubs and it's hard for me to watch Tanya because she's voiced by Monica Real. Monica Real, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, God, I hate that bitch. <laughs> Look, I I I don't know. I don't feel the same way. I like I can't stand Steve Blum, but I fucking love his Spike Spiegel. Yeah, I can uh, separate for the most part. I yeah, can separate I the the art from the artist. I, I can exactly. do that. It's just sometimes it's difficult because she has such a unique voice. It's Some people might say me. Little Girl Hitler was her. the perfect cast for Monica Rio. Yeah, 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 it could be could be perfect perfect role for her. And I could put up with it in things like My Hero because she plays Froppy. And she doesn't have that many, like, she's not in every episode necessarily, doesn't have... Carol. She's not, yeah, she's not one of the main, she is a main, but, like, that's a secondary. Because, that's because my hero doesn't give a shit about any of its characters, except, like, the main fucking three or four characters. Yeah, my hero, Deku, I don't like my hero. I'm sick, I'm, I got sick of it. Apparently it's really good now, but I stopped watching it because it took, like, 60 episodes for, like, almost anything interesting to Oh man, but you're not out at the best part. Like it gets really dark and and but, but that's, fucked up. I know, but I know. Why, yeah, but that's why I like it too. I like long running seasons because I can turn them on and put them on a playlist, and I can just sit here. Like I can work. And yeah, but compared something. compared to like Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer like gets to the point in like twelve episodes. You're like, holy fucking shit, this shit is crazy. And then Academia is just like, oh my god, it's we're fifty episodes in. They're still talking about like going to a festival at like the school and like i'm just like come on that's and just like, the difference is because though. of the studios yeah, that's a shonen that's a shonen anime specifically that just like you know like players shonen well that's the thing it's like and so is attack on titan yeah it really depends it depends on the shonen but like that's a really common shonen trope yeah it's yeah, like, yeah the thing is it's like when you get the coveted shonen jump that's yeah. like that's a full-time gig and that's like something that all these a lot of these people, that's what they dream on doing. And so like, yep. do I sacrifice my integrity as an artist to just to write a complete story, or do I like keep this fucking job that I've literally worked yeah. my ass off to keep? If it, yeah, I mean tropes. Of, I, I, there's only one anime I've ever watched that had no tropes in it whatsoever, and so I highly recommend watching High School DxD. There's no tropes. <laughs> it's completely original. <laughs> there's... <laughs> There's, there's absolutely no tropes in that one. Just take my word for it and watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, my other criticism with Academia is like they have so many characters and they barely do anything with the characters. I think um, uh, the Frog Girl had like one episode dedicated to her, and then that's it. Two or three. <laughs> two or three. No. I Maybe mean, later on. Yeah. Yeah. Later on in the seasons, they start expanding out, showing some of the other characters going off to their work studies and doing different things. But it's also when you have a mega cast like that, you can't you can't help but do that. Some characters yeah. are just going to be sidelined. And I mean, look at the high but, fantasy. Look at the high fantasy version of My Hero Academia. It's a it's yeah. a show called Black Clover. Yes. Hundred and forty seven hundred what hundred and seventy six episodes. And it's basically yes. black it, black clover's basically medieval high fantasy my hero academia, right? It's about a yeah. kid who has no magic, just like Midori is born with no superpowers, and he goes off to wanna be a magic knight, aka superhero. And it's like, dude, even even in the English dub, the captain of the black bulls is voiced by the same guy who voices fucking 
all might. I can't, I, Black Clover, I can't do. I can't I can't even watch the Japanese dub, the, let alone the English one, because that guy's all the screaming. Yeah, the screaming. It's just nonstop yeah. screaming, and it, it's, it's like nails on a chalkboard. I can't watch it. You know, yeah, like, but... when we went to uh, Anime Con, it was like this in 2019 and 2023. I think Gator can vouch for me. Well, like, in Lofty, too, with the same con. So many, like, yeah. teenage girls are obsessed with, like, the girl that can use blood. Uh, yes. Blood yeah, power. Toga. Yeah, they're like, uh, like obsessed with her. Yep, yep. Oh, to- Toga. Yeah, yeah. Toga's the tsundere. Yeah, she's a yandere. Right. She's a full yandere. Yandere. She yandere. Wants to, That's, she yeah. wants to hurt you. They're just she like edgy teenage yeah. Edgy teenage girls are into her because they're just like, oh, she's so cool. She's yeah. blood. Yep. But oh, we, okay. we went through that in the '90s too. I had the whole goth phase and everything. Like everybody, when they're young, kind of goes through that rebellious angst. Yeah you know, phase. I, I just did it in a different way. I read a lot of Anne Rice and brooded and became an artist. That's what I did in high school. I wore a lot of black. <laughs> you know, listen to heavy. Yeah, I watched a lot of I watched a lot of Tarantino and David Lynch and that was my kind of like weird edgy right. phase. <laughs> right. I got really yeah. into heavy metal too. Well I, yeah. I, I I graduated from super heavy metal when I was angsty too melodic symphonic metal like so i still love my heavy metal but nowadays i really like things like nightwish nightwish epica fucking, fucking epica camelot yeah i fucking love that shit dude i love I, just feel like, I love symphonic heavy metal bro same i just feel like like as a as a culture as an american culture i think we went through like a really just edgy phase through the early 2000s like consistently like i think that was just like everything was edgy back in the day too Everything. Everybody talks about their anime waifu. My my waifu is Sharon Dell from Within Temptation. <laughs> yeah, she's very pretty. <laughs> so hot, so hot. Want to grab the hiney? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Jim Carrey in a uh, in Dumb and uh, No in a, in a Liar Liar. He's like the the chick gets on the elevator. He's like, you got big jugs, and he can't because he can't lie. So he's yeah. like, you got big jugs. And he's like, oh, I mean, your boobs are huge. He's like, oh, shit. I mean, I want to squeeze them. He <laughs> no, keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. The quote, like, I, Mama. The, the quote I, I, I was quoting an Adam Sandler movie, the one where he has to go, Billy Madison, where he's like, Billy, so yes. hot. Want to touch the Heidi. Want to touch the Heidi. Because <laughs> <laughs> his, his fucking teacher is like banging hot. Adam I love it. Adam Sandler movies have like, consistently yep. gotten worse over the years but those movies back in his heyday when he was at his peak man they're so funny especially when he has chris farley with him and you know yeah. the whole oh, yeah. snl cast and stuff like like billy madison when he's like when chris farley takes his fucking shirt off and he's like you are correct and he fucking pulls his fucking <laughs> shirt off <laughs> i i don't know why man but those goofy ass fucking stoner movies for adam sandler used to do man they are still to this day they're some of the funniest shit they really yeah, are tommy boy yeah tommy boy loved those snl that snl era you know before snl yeah. really well adam sandler's shit. doing like adam sandler's now doing he's doing like drama so he does you know he's yeah not doing comedy anymore he's doing like Hus- hustlers is really good um uncut yeah. gems is amazing yeah he's but, yeah. he's trying new things i, I you know Oh, somebody, somebody in the chat. I can't read your fucking name. Alf, Alfarius Omega. That's, fucking yeah. Tara. 
Tar Tarja. She's the yeah. Is it is it spelled is it pronounced Tarja? I could. I've I always pronounced it, it that like way. It's H probably sound. wrong. It's probably Tarja, Tarja or yeah, I Tarja. Thought, I thought it was Tara because she's like Scandinavian, so the J is like silent, but like Yorn, like Bjorn, you know, with a Y H yeah. sound. But but yeah, she's the first singer for Nightwish. Now the new singer. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got nothing against Annette Olsen, but fucking Floor. Oh my God. Floor Jensen, have you guys ever done a deep dive on YouTube of all these people reacting to Nightwish singing Ghost Love Score live with Floor Jensen? People in the ch people in the comments are like, "You've just experienced a floorgasm." Like, she is that good. <laughs> she is so good. <laughs> like, I haven't seen these fuck. videos, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, all the all the all these like people who've never heard of Nightwish, and then they get you know they do these channels where they react to music, right? They're very popular, right? And so the then they take they take submissions from their comment section and people were like, Ghost Love Score, walk in twenty eighteen or whatever it was, and it's like, just watch it. And they watch it and react and they start crying. I love seeing like the rappers, guys who only listen to rap, and then they'll get like Nightwish recommended and they'll be they'll be on there and be like, Yo, this is dope. This is fucking dope, bro. <laughs> I love watching those reactions. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out because that sounds amazing. Yeah, if you've never seen reaction, I love reaction uh, music channels. Like people, like voice vocalists reacting to singers. Like one of them I watch, she's like an Irish, like redhead, really, like really pretty. And she's a vocal coach, right? So she knows how to sing. She's classic, classically trained. And so somebody recommended to her watch the live performance of Tool singing Sober in 1996 and it's the one when Maynard James Keenan comes out on stage in that pink onesie and he's all like hunched over <laughs> singing the fucking song and she keeps pausing it going there's no way this man should be able to hit those notes he's all, like posture is everything and singing how is he doing this she was like blown away she couldn't figure out how he was sounding so good <laughs> it's like because it's Maynard James fucking Keenan that's why you, know? you should watch um <laughs> have you ever seen anyone react to Dimash the Kazakhstani oh. singer Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that guy's the best singer of all time. Like it's unbelievable what he can do with his range. Oh, dude. It's ridiculous. The the fucking vocal coach reacting to this new guy on Twitter. He's been around for about a year. His name's Jeff Castellucci. He is the deepest bass voice I've ever heard. Wow. And he's like a skinny ass white boy, right? <laughs> and he does all these covers in his deep bass voice. And it'll like, if you have a subwoofer, it'll shake your house. Like, that's how deep his voice is. It's crazy. He did, and he does these great old songs like 16 Tons, Big Bad John, you know, Ghost Riders in the Sky. And it's so good. And all these vocal coaches are like reacting to him going, I just creamed my panties. <laughs> just, like I, I watched this one vocal coach a female and she just kept having to pause the video going, I, I can't do it. I can't. His voice is just making me shake. Imagine being able to drop panties with your voice. That's awesome. <laughs> Jeff Castellucci, check it out. It's spelled the old way, though. It's like G-E-O-F-F. -F, like Joffrey. Almost. Like Joffrey, but yeah. Just, yeah, but just Joff. It's like Jeff Castellucci. He's got like a super deep, bassy voice. Yeah, I've been down those rabbit holes, man. If you if you guys go down the React rabbit holes, you'll see some some fun videos, you know? I like watching the, the composers react to anime music, like anime oh, soundtracks. Yeah. 
That's great. There's like they're they're cool. Like they, they they'll play like or not just anime but video game. Like they'll play like um, Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy or like um, uh, I don't know. It's the last some anime like Attack on Titan, and then they, they'll be like a straight up you know or uh, traditional composer or like music musician. And then they, they like they're shocked at how good some of this music is. <laughs> Edge of Dawn is oh, yeah. an absolute banger. I love that song. Oh yeah, I mean, God Shattering Star was that the Fire Emblem one that like everyone like? I think it's called God Shattering Star. It's like one of the most amazing pieces of music in like all the video games. This um, this one, this, yeah. this one tiny little anime that only got twelve episodes had the best opening song I've heard in an anime. And it's so Lati, opposite. You're, uh, you're echoing really bad. Fuck, sorry. Yeah, I can hear myself. But it's 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 so opposite of what the show's about. Like the show is dark and depressing, but the music is so great. It's called it's called Death Parade, the name of the anime. And yeah. it's basically yeah, no, Death Parade has one of the best opening themes I've ever heard in an anime, but then you watch the show and you're like, I'm going to cry. This is Fucking depressing, Jesus! <laughs> I uh, I like the Made in Abyss soundtrack. I think it's amazing. Oh, that's not a bad one. I like that one. Yeah, Thank you. that's beautiful music. Oh, yeah, you yeah, that one's. Oh, uh, you know. Oh, I haven't yet. I need to catch up on it. It's even better somehow than season one. It's great. Um, yeah, but have you guys listened to Tim Follin? Old yeah. NES music. Like, the most hard NES music you'll ever fucking hear is Tim Follin. F-O-L-L-I-N. <laughs> like, look up Tim Follin Pictionary. It's I'll got a million views. That yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, I'm gonna have to go, but... Yep, I was just I about do... to wrap up because uh, Lofty's also gotta oh, go. Are you? Okay, so, uh, well, I just want to wrap up since we're talking about anime, and I know we got sidetracked a lot because this is a great group and we've had some good conversations. Sorry if I interrupted you guys. Uh, I sometimes do that. My bad. Um, um, But I will end it with probably my favorite anime outside of the isekai genre because I highly recommend it. Uh, I'm surprised how many people have never heard of it. It's so good. It's so stylized. The art is amazing. It's called Blood Blockade Battlefront. I haven't actually heard like, of that. Yeah, if you like vampires, you'll definitely like it. Um, but it is such a strange story. New York has been swallowed when this abyss opened, and now it has been rebuilt as Hell Samelum's Lot. And New York is closed off, and it's now a mixture of humans and, like, demonic creatures from the underworld living together, all in a city. Oh. Um, have you, but I'll, I'll, people have been chatting and suggesting this, I, I need to say it, but have you seen Interspecies Reviewers, my god? Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> I saw the controversy. I saw the controversy and was like, I gotta check this out, and I watched a couple episodes, I was like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> now I understand. But yes, Blood Blockade Battlefront, I'm so sad it only got two seasons, I haven't heard anything about a new season yet. But man, is it fucking amazing. It's so great. It's such a weird kind of, I don't know, I want to call it like neo-cyberpunk kind of thing with magic. It's Shadowrun, you know? Like, it's so fucking bizarre. I love it. If you've never seen Blood Blackade Battlefront, please check it out. It's, a, it's pretty fucking cool. 
I have added that to my list. I'm definitely going to check that out. Still have to finish Key the Metal Idol. I'm on, like, the last episode. Keedle Metal Island? Keedle? Like Key the Metal Idol. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm on the last episode of that. I still need to finish it. Depending on Starking, also, Garva has a great dub. Yeah, but also has Monica Riel. I think she voices Panty, right? I think yes. So. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I heard about that one. I've never seen it, though. Penny and Stocking's fucking great. Like, um, did you watch a bunch of Power Powerpuff or um? No, growing um, up, that was mm-hmm. after my time. Kennedy Tartajovsky. It's certainly based off of like Powerpuff and what was it? Drawn Together. They watched it, but like, yeah, these fucking animators, these these Japanese animators, were watching a bunch of like Gindy Kartofsky stuff because they're like a fan of his, but they were also watching Drawn Together. And they really like just trashy, like, adult cartoons that were in the West. So so they tried, like, making the, the anime equivalent to that. Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. That's, that's a strange combination. And then the angels, <laughs> the angels are basically, like, huge sluts. And then, like, you, they introduce the devil girls later. And they're, like, <laughs> Ruru's standards. And they're, like, super, like, uh... Like, pious and stuff. Right, yeah. Guys- except they also dress like strippers. And also, like, the Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt has, it's made by, uh, the soundtrack is made by Teddy Lloyd, which also he created, uh, Me, 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 but he's, like, an amazing DJ. Like, he's, he's fucking great with his job. Like, he, everyone used to, like, thoroughly listen to that. We should yeah. get somebody who's really good at music. Oh, we should get Camelot on, because he's familiar with me, and just talk about fucking, like, music. Yeah, like Camelot time. and Justin Wayne. Are you into music too? Hmm. Not really. I'm kind of very oh. picky with my music. I see. Um, yeah, we should... Real quick, Gator, I'm going to send you a... Can I send you anything? Can I message you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you or, can post it in general chat friends? or just DM me. I think we're I think we're friends or I can at least DM you, right? <clears throat> I, yeah, yeah. we're in the same server. Have, yeah. have, you, have you ever seen this meme? Nope, something failed. I can post it in the... In, I'll, I'll post it in the chat here. Which, okay, which yeah. one? I'll just put in general chat. That works. General chat? Where is that? There it is. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not... Have you ever seen this meme floating around on the internet? It's from an anime that shows, like, the glowing crotch. Yeah, I just saw that pop up today. Yeah. That's from Blood Blockade Battlefront. Is it really? That seed there. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, he, like, defeats a... Like this, like he he's like a slob and he's a lazy bum, but this, you know, this one girl, like he's been stalking this girl and, and then she calls her friend and her friend's like, no, he's busy at the moment fighting this vampire. I don't think he could come to the phone. Mm-hmm. And he just hears it and instantly kills the vampire and it shows his clot crotch glowing because he's like been trying to hook up with this girl for fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like as soon as he hears she's on the phone, he just fucking murders this vampire and fucking his crotch is glowing. <laughs> and people have been using that as a meme anytime like some chick posts like a hot picture of herself, people post that image. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I saw that literally pop up today. I was like, what is this from? Yeah, it, that's for Blood Blockade Battlefront. I don't know if you can show the audience it or not, but that, that's that's a meme from that, that anime I recommended. Yeah, I can pull it up here. Yeah. There we go. 
<laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> his fucking body temperature in his crotch is all the way to 38 C. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a hot cock if I've ever seen one. <laughs> it's such a fun show. It really is. It does have its like really dark moments though if you like uh like ReZero. There's fun moments, but then there's those real kind of dark get in your head moments. So be prepared for that. All right. Well, I think that just about does it. Uh we've been going for about 2 hours 26 minutes. It's about 7:36, I know that uh, Lofty's got to go somewhere, you've got to go somewhere, Magog. So I'll just go ahead and, yeah. and, and kind of put it, put this one in a neat little bow here. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, of course, you know if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, we stream this live on youtube.com slash thegatorgamer. You can go directly to gatortime.live to catch those episodes when they air. And but of course, subscribe to Anime Boomers, though, because we'd yes, rather yes. be streaming on Anime Boomers. We would rather be streaming on Anime Boomers. I'm actually going to post that link in the chat there. We are almost to 1,000 subscribers on that channel. That's youtube.com slash Anime Boomers or slash at Anime Boomers. Either one works. Um, we're at like 850-ish something subscribers. We're trying to get to 1,000 because once we get to 1,000, then we can take super chats on that channel, and then there's not as much of a reason to do it here where unfortunately we don't have enough franzia to give susan of course susan's now gone uh but uh channel is deboosted shadow banned, like all the bad terms for youtube's algorithm hates us is basically true uh, you know i was uh, making content during the internet blood sports era and youtube didn't like that very much so i'm i'm a naughty boy i'm i'm blacklisted i'm on the bad boy list you're so. black aren't you apparently uh, according to youtube <laughs> so you know i'm on, i'm in the naughty sphere so youtube doesn't like to promote my content as much which is the whole purpose of getting the other channel so that's youtube.com/animeboomers or youtube.com/animeboomers you can also find us on Spotify, Apple, whatever podcast feed, or you can go directly to anchor.fm slash anime boomers and you can find us there. We're everywhere. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Gator Gamer. We have uh, a couple bonus episodes. We hope we're hoping to do more and some like community stuff going forward. We haven't really pushed it that much because we really haven't had the time to do it. But my goal is to carve out some time to like actually be able to interact with people more, talk with people more. Like I said, I'm going to be streaming some more uh, twitch.tv slash thegatorgamer. Destiny 2 expansion's coming out. Uh, Lightfall. So look for that sometime next week. I'm going to be trying to do more content going forward because I feel like I've left this stuff to kind of stagnate. And so people are kind of popping in and popping out. And YouTube is like, oh, you're not using this channel. You don't need these subscribers anyway. So I need to actually like start maintaining some level of content so youtube stops like you know popping 10 subscribers off like every other week oh that was a mouthful so patreon.com slash the gator gamer you can become a youtube member either way it works we have a discord where you can talk to us ask us questions ask us anime recommendations tell us that our taste in anime is shit and you hate it uh <laughs> either way interactions with with chat are always the best well i think that's it for me um you know, we've got now that I've got my Twitter account back, I can do some more booking. Uh, I have DMs with with a lot of interesting people, so hopefully we can get some interesting guests. I know we've talked about. I mean, just mentioned like Justin Wang the other day, um, Ken Ashcorp's Justin another one. Me. 
Yeah, he follows uh, Spooky too. He, f- he follows everybody. That that uh, that dude gets around, if you know what I'm saying. I love his stuff though. He's he's he's, he's fantastic. Yeah. I, I met him uh, IRL party with him. He's a super nice guy, super chill. I love his curly mustache. He reminds me of an Asian guy fox. He kind of does, doesn't he? He's got that yeah. look going on. He's very short too. He's shorter than me. I, I used to joke. He's a with small bean. Remember, remember this November fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best uh, note to end it on. So, once again, want to thank want to thank everybody for tuning in. Want to? Th- oh yeah, we got We got to shill your stuff, Magog. Oh, you don't have to do that. I I just appreciate coming on and having a good conversation. But if you it, want to check out my stuff, you can YouTube. go over to the Wicked Guild. Wicked Guild. YouTube.com slash Wicked Guild. Yep. Wicked Guild. Uh, I used to be Magogamorscar, but I changed the channel name to be more, uh, I don't know, something people could spell. <laughs> I, I did Googleable. definitely mistype uh, Morscar once or twice. Many, yeah, yeah. It's harder to find Magog of Morscar, but easier to find Wicked Guild. And if you like to see a, a crazy fat guy dress up like a wizard and make fun of shit, Go ahead and check that out. I mean, check out SideQuest, our live stream. Yep, that is every Friday at... 7 p.m. Central Time. 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Wicked Guild, SideQuest. And Spooky's in that, and so is Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Well, Michelle hasn't been on in a while, but she's... Because she's off doing some stuff, but... Off, do- you know, off doing Michelle gotta, things. Yeah, but we got some, uh, sh- you know, it's always open for her to come back when she wants to. And uh, we've got some great cast members over there besides Spooky. So, we have fun. I'm the best. I was the most popular one last night, or uh, the other night, I'll have you know. Yeah, that was a great show. We had some mm-hmm. good laughs. We had some good laughs that show. <laughs> We're just a bunch of goofballs that play dress up and <laughs> make fun of each other. It's it's just fun. All right, Lofty, show your stuff, too. I just have a YouTube channel. So it's just Lofty Pixels, YouTube.com. You also got but your I'm having, Twitter um, account back. Oh, I did. I did. So yeah, Lofty Pixels on, on, on Twitter. Nice. Um, Aren't you guys fucking lucky? Finally. I know. Yeah. Fuckers. Yes. <laughs> I, I had so many. I was pissed off because I had so many DMs. Like you were talking about networking. I had so many DMs lined up with people and projects and things. And uh, it just went away. And I was like, oh, I, no, I can't talk to any of these people anymore. I was pissed off. Then I got my Twitter back. Now I'm fine again. Now I'm. No, nobody like, likes you. Everyone wants to believe you. Like, ugh, Lofty. I can't yeah. talk to that guy. He dresses up like yeah. a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I now I'm doing kind of similar to what you guys are doing on my channel. Um, weekly, I have a. I'm doing a oh, guest a week. I'm, I've been. I had Melanie Mac. Then I had um, Charles Bastard last week. Next week or Tuesday this week sometime this week I'm having Drunk Three go on. Uh, to 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 do his comic thing, uh, talk about that. Man, Charles is a fun uh, guest. You and Keto yeah. have been oh, like pumping out. Con- you and Keto have been oh, pumping Kino. out content too. Yeah, I work for Kino Corner. By the way, that I definitely recommend everybody go check out the Kino Corner if you like movies because he's like the most base channel on on YouTube. Yeah, he's well, a good friend of the big, show. Uh, Mark. Oh uh, yeah, he knows everybody. What the fuck? Yeah, he's been on he, here we, before. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, he well, just put all of his like all of his extra experience wearing the charisma and just gets around, knows everybody. 
Yeah. And, and that's kind of like what I try to do too, a little bit. Cause I, I know a lot of people in politics and I know a lot of people in this kind of the thing, like, you know, streaming and stuff. So I'm uh -oh. using that to my advantage. I'm just going to have a I bunch of guests. Yeah. Somebody in chat got really horny because I said Lofty dresses up like a girl. So, like, Lofty, you have <laughs> yeah, to explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> that's the, my curiosity. The DiCaprio meme. <laughs> no, I didn't think <laughs> it was a girl. It was Link. Oh, speaking of Link, Femboys is trending on Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> it is. Yep. <laughs> uh, dear, I don't know. Dear God. <laughs> I cosplay as Link from Breath of the Wild, but no, that's anyway. That's uh, a flash cast meme. Yeah, that is. That's true. No, but I'm trying to like meme. A... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I want to go to Matsuri again. That was fun. We plan on being there next year. That was fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, year, this I year. I guess it's this year now. I uh -huh. I would go, but I'm busy doing uh, literally anything else. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll try. Uh, you dress like a girl in your own home. You wear a fucking cloak and a cape that covers everything. God damn it! Covers, I'm old school. Up your boobs. I keep Where? my shit in my own house. Damn it! I don't put it on other people. <laughs> Look, Lofty dressing up like a girl made it. He made it everyone else's problem. Okay, he got fucking stepped on by Ricada dressed like a girl. He's, yep. uh, <laughs> Yeah, then I got then somebody like photobombed me as a furry, and now I'm now yeah. everybody thinks I'm a furry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bad. But uh, anyway, oh. that's why I'm a VTuber now. <laughs> Imagine when we're in our 60s and 70s looking back on these glorious days. It's gonna be fun. Let me tell you, child, grandchild, the time I dressed up like a girl and I had a big nose lawyer step on me at an anime convention. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I but, became a VTuber. And, uh, do I get to like, shoot oh, my stuff? God. Absolutely, Smokey. Go ahead. No? Okay. Um, so I'm working on the next big project. Uh, some of you may already know. It's like, it's Bam Margera. And um, uh, it's, it, I have most of the timeline done. I haven't written the actual story. Uh, but the thing is, is he keeps tard raging every day. And keeps embarrassing himself every day because uh, Bam's a raging alcoholic. I know you guys are new to that kind of situation. Never See? heard about that. <laughs> um, so I'm having trouble pinpointing exactly where where to end the actual video, but um, I guess it's gonna be a recurring thing. But yeah, I'm, that's my next big project I'm working on. So, and where and can subscribe. they find that at? It it's at the the the, the spooky beep trash channel. YouTube.com you slash spooky weave trash. Spooky trash accessories. Yeah. Actually, my Aaron video has been doing really fucking good. Actually, it's like if you type in Aaron Hansen in the search bar on YouTube, it's the third video. Wow, very it's, nice. It's, it's right underneath his channel, yeah. I did so voices in that one. You did. You can hear I, me I, screaming. So did Lofty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Did a voiceover. That was fun. Yeah, you got really passionate about it because you were talking about Black Lives Mattering, and uh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> yes, I did get passionate. Yeah, I was a, I treated it like a voice acting gig. Come on. It was. It was. I, I felt like you got the the wimpiness of of the people actually saying it, but also them trying to sound passionate, but also pandering. I think that you you nailed the role, Lofty. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. you got it. Anyway, that's it. All right. Yep. That's it, everybody.
once again, we will see you next time.